mean like one to blow up like a Hello. Oh, I would Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> Kick you. <laughs> Go. If you really need to rush, you could probably ride your horse. Just saying. <laughs> He said it's better than just sitting around here. Well, he didn't mean it necessarily it's not... here. It's just sitting around doing nothing. Is what's. No. Yeah. I'm even bored, and I just woke <laughs> back up. You ain't got anything in your hands, my uh, darling. Oh, see, she wants. She wants stuff. She wants oh. a sugar daddy. Ah! <laughs> Standing here today. I know I'm about to make the best decision in my life. And marrying the only man I will ever call home. Today is February 8th, 2019, and you're listening to a bonus episode of the Renegade Gamers Radio Podcast, where we met through our love of ARC and stayed together for our love of gaming. Come ga game with us and post shitty memes in our CPR Discord. Links will be in the description. Today's episode will be a special bonus episode entirely focused on modded ARC RP server Gunsmoke. Um, so just a quick disclaimer, um, this podcast is not sanctioned by the moderators or administrators of the Gunsmoke RP community. Uh, this po podcast is simply just a group of the players coming together to talk about Gunsmoke. The views and opinions on the show do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Wildcard Games, uh, the Gunsmoke RP community, or others in cross-platform renegades. Um, so uh, you're, we're going to introduce ourselves. You'll hear some familiar voices for those who are uh, have listened to the Renegade Gamers podcast in the past, and some will be new voices that you may not know. So we'll start with myself. Uh, my name is Cyber Judge. I go by the Gunsmoke character, Ronaldo Sunset Wanderer, or Rin for short. I am a blacksmith, and uh, I started uh, Gunsmoke in Season 2 right at the very end, right at the last week. Uh, I was known in that season as CJ Optimus. I was a gunsmith. Um, and then at the start of Season 4, I re-rolled to be Ronaldo. Um, the blacksmith. Uh, you can uh, follow me on Twitter at CJ Optimus, uh, or you can follow my uh, Twitch streams. Uh, I'm just simply CyberJudge on uh, Twitch. And now uh, we'll introduce Girl Gone Rogue. Why, hello. Um, yeah, I'm Girl Gone Rogue. I play June, well, now June Dougal. Um, and her class is a doctor. She came in around season two. I believe it was like the first third or first half of season two. Um, and yeah, she she came in as June Dougal. She was a farmer. Then she became a cook and was adopted as June Jones. And now she's married and a doctor as June Dougal. So yeah. Um, Mainly, my my thing is, uh, what's it called? Discord? Yeah, there we go. And you can just follow my page on Twitch at twitch.tv slash girlgunrogue and find my Discord through there. There you go. 
and now we'll introduce Rogue Angel. Hi, yeah, uh, it's Rogue Angel. I play the character Randy Morrison. Um, this is his first season, or was his first season. Um, his class that he plays is a Wrangler. Um, it's also known as uh, a Horse Whisperer or a Donkey Tickler, if you prefer that. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah. All right, and uh, Diesel Effect. All right, I'm uh, I'm Diesel Effect. I play JT Autumn, the Carpenter. It's my first season <laughs> in Gunsmoke, and uh, if you want to find me on the interwebs, Diesel Effect, Google it. <laughs> and now Scarlet. Uh, I am. Oh shoot! Sorry. That's uh, my name. name. My name is Scarlet Fury. My Gunsmoke character's name was Aubrey Collins. She is was a Wrangler, and I have been playing. This was my first season. Season four was my first season, and it was solely with Aubrey. Perfect. Uh, so we may have a few others joining us uh, as the stream goes on. Uh, we were expecting two more, but uh, uh, we'll introduce them uh, if they join. Uh, so now we're going to move on to, uh, for those who don't know what Gunsmoke is, what is Gunsmoke? Uh, go ahead, Rogue. All right. <clears throat> so I'm going to give you a little... Oh. <laughs> this one. This Rogue. Unless you want to read what I wrote. Oh, no, no. You go ahead. All right. It's all you. <laughs> all right. So I'm going to give you a quick little background on what Gunsmoke is. Um, Gunsmoke is an immersive role-playing server built using the game Ark Survival Evolved. Um, it utilizes a custom map. It is heavily modded to build an immersive world that is set in the untamed Wild West of the late 1800s. Um, it takes place in a county of Gunsmoke in Colorado. Every character that comes into Gunsmoke has to build a backstory from where they came from, um, who they are, why they're entering the county, and from the second they step off the train uh, in Juniper, everything that happens to your character is your story. You do what you want. You interact with who you want. You build everything about your character. So that's kind of what's brought us here. All the people that are in this podcast basically met in-game. We built a story that we're all intertwined in. And that brings us to here. Awesome. So we, we we did have uh, one of our other uh, hosts join us. So we're going to give Sage a chance to uh, introduce themselves. Go ahead, Sage. Hi. Um, I play Sage Castillo. And what class is Sage? Oh, um, he's a blacksmith, has been since he joined end of last season. Perfect. All right. Sweet. Mm -hmm. All right, so we're going to go to our um, main topic. Uh, or we're, We have several main topics, but we're going to start with our uh, favorite story involving uh, our character. And I'm going to switch it up from the show notes a bit, so we're going to start with Diesel this time. Really? You're just going to? put me on the spot like that okay absolutely <laughs> favorite story okay well 
early on in the season it was kind of slow going oh no it's not this one is it oh, oh it, it is. is it is it was, it was slow going we, we kind of <laughs> lived in a spot where there wasn't a whole lot of traffic and you know so me and randy were just kind of doing our own thing well anyways i was uh i was trying to figure out how much to charge for my carpentry stuff so i, I started going around the county town to town seeing if anybody had a price list posted which they didn't of course so (laughs) i make it to (laughs) so i'm on my way to juniper from from uh, from our place (laughs) and i come across this this like this uh general store area and i I never seen before and it said there's this big billboard big cyan Mm -hmm. billboard that says goats for sale now the the, (laughs) <laughs> the the interesting thing about this billboard is that it was above a huge pile of dead goats. <laughs> I mean, there was probably at least ten goats here, and they're just laying there in a bloody mess, and it was it was horrifying. <laughs> I I took a screenshot, which I'll have to find that, and then I, I moved on. Well, I noticed also that it said uh, you know Jones General Store or something. I obviously wanted to make a mental note of that. Well, <laughs> I, I head to Juniper, and I, and I hear this, this voice. I'm looking around. Sir, would you like to buy a goat? And I'm like, <laughs> I was like, well, this is ironic. So, I, you know, I start talking. She introduces herself as June Jones. And I was like, oh, J- Jones, huh? Like as in pile of dead goats under a huge billboard, Jones? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, I proceeded to hang out with this June Jones for like the next three hours. And, uh, eventually she convinced, uh, me and Randy to move into their little community area. And it was honestly the turning point for the entire season for myself. Almost everybody Randy. here. Yeah. Right? Almost everybody, everybody here. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is your fault. <laughs> Listen, I didn't In a know what monster I was creating. It just kind of happened. <laughs> <laughs> It totally changed how Rin was supposed to be. Rin, you wouldn't have recognized Rin the way he was supposed to be (laughs) because of what happened uh, with us and us relocating and everything. But I'll probably talk more about that later. So, but yeah, that was definitely my favorite moment. That was uh... that moment. (laughs) I, I never. You never thought that someone would come and like, it was like, what? It was like, what? Five o'clock in the morning, Eastern Standard Time? Ooh, it, it was, was, it was, it was late. late. <laughs> it was late. And I was thinking, oh, no one. No one's up this late. No one. <laughs> I'll just, I'll call my goats and I'll just head to Juniper and see what's going on. And hopefully I'll be able to sell a goat. <laughs> and man, the first person I come across is like, oh, you're talking about the, the, the goat sign, with like the massive heap of like 14 dead goats underneath it. That, that You're that person? And yeah. I think that there was a couple, like I remember touring JT around as June. And uh, when I took him to the valley that you guys live in, um, then... Uh, we, I was showing him around, and I was like, this is a really good flat spot. It's really nice. And then, um, yeah, 
uh, I remember him getting bit by like twice by a couple of rattlesnakes. It was a really good bonding experience. Oh, like yeah. There was some wow. boars and coyotes in there. And I was like, look, you see, you get to wake up to this every morning. You're going to be so close to your friends because you're just going to have all these bonding experiences. And, you know, hey, it worked. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, uh, well, uh, Junior might as well, uh, uh, sorry, Girl Gone Rogue, you may as well okay. uh, go ahead and uh, do your favorite uh, oh, boy. story. Oh, or you geez. have many. I There are so many <laughs> different moments that I absolutely adored from like just shenanigans at either Homestead to... Um, to the goat thing. I think one of like the RP favorite moments was just the sheer uh, not planned fumbling mess that ended up becoming like June's proposal and then wedding. All that whole thing was really fun to role play out. Um, never had done anything like that before. It was very, very, very entertaining. And the whole getting it built process, um, Everything was very impressive, especially with JT's build. It was, it was know, something right? to remember. I think it was, oh, that day, the wedding day, was one of the funnier moments when um, Marty actually disconnected and crashed 15 oh, no. minutes, 15 minutes before the wedding. Oh, that's 15. what caused it to take so long yes. to start. Oh. It did. That's what caused it to take, to take so long to start. He crashed 15 minutes before the wedding. Then his Steam said it was uninstalled. He couldn't launch the game. Oh, <laughs> my so, God. So then he had to go through this whole rigmarole to get it working again, and he finally got it working. He launched in, and the server was full. So <laughs> the server had because of his full. own wedding, exactly because of his own wedding, it was really, really hilarious. He got in and it was all fine and dandy. And then it was really hilarious. The fact that like Marty didn't know what was going on. Like he was like, all right, I just woke up guys. I'm, I'm so sorry. And then he was sitting in the, the back room waiting for someone to like cue him to go up to the podium. And that's why it took so long. It was just like, it took so <laughs> it long, took so long. But it was worth it. It was worth it. And the build it took was so beautiful. long. People were like crashing in the chapel waiting. It's <laughs> mm -hmm. perfect. I wouldn't have it any other way. You should have heard Cyber Judge complaining. Oh. I had a lot. Oh, yeah. I mean, I it mean, was it was Rin, that... Let's get it right. Because um, <laughs> that's what Rin has to do. And that's what you say. Sins in my chat, he said, yeah, it sucked. Plus, the server was 102 out of 100 when he tried to rejoin it. <laughs> so that was a thing. Oh, man. But no, it was, that was a really funny moment. Let's be sure. honest. Every, everybody just came because of the chapel. That was the only oh, thing. Oh, yeah, of course. Clear, of course. Obviously. Oh, oh, one other thing that was amazing about that day, um, and it really, really made me so happy about the community that we're in, is there were people from season one and season two who hadn't played in many seasons. And it was the whole Lethal's wa Lethal Water crew from Marty's childhood. And they all came back, like not all of them, but a lot of them came back just for Marty and June's wedding. They mm -hmm. stayed. A few of them stayed, but a lot of them came back just so that they could be there. It was really, really, really fun and intriguing. And it was very, it was really nice. That's so awesome. Cool. Mm-hmm. All right, why well, don't we have the other rogue uh, go now? Yeah, imposter. The other rogue. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the OG. We've already established this. <clears throat> um, well, I don't... I, 
I do have one specific uh, moment that I do remember. And uh, we were up in Glacier Falls, and we were uh, we were getting a tour from, uh, was it Ashley Henry? I think it was. Sounds and, right. Uh, and, uh, oh, boy. Yeah, for those that don't know, Randy is... Uh, a man man. Whore. man. Yeah, he's a man whore. That's about, <laughs> oh as, that's about the best way you can put it. Good God. Um, <laughs> he has absolutely no problem uh, flinging compliments to every single woman that he runs into. Or that's man. Or uh, man. I've watched it happen. It's, you, tie, <laughs> you tie into my favorite story, and we'll get there. <laughs> so we're, we're standing up there, and we asked for a tour of the town. So... Ashley's given us a tour of the town, and I, I don't remember how far we were into it, but the sunlight was behind her, and it looked amazing. And Randy <laughs> had to jump on that opportunity, and he's he's oh, no. throwing these these lines about, you know, where the sun behind you, your hair looks amazing, and just compliment after compliment. Uh, little did I know that her fiance at the time is standing right next to me, right next to Randy. <laughs> And he's like, who the fuck is this guy hitting on my fiance? And uh, it took Randy a second to catch on what was going on. But when he did, man, he flipped that shit so fast. Next thing you know, he's complimenting her fiance on his hair and how well he's dressed and everything else. And just everybody's standing back giggling and just oh, wow. watching this happen. That sounds very Randy. It really <laughs> it very does. much was. But I mean, that's not the only moment that that's happened. But not even close. That's the one that I remember the most because I was like, "Oh shit, he's gonna <laughs> get fucking punched or shot or something." <laughs> but yeah. Oh man. But yeah. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm glad you picked that one. Okay. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Let, let's uh, see what Sage has to say. Sage, uh, you, did you want to tell us one of your favorite? Uh, stories from uh, this season of Gunsmoke. This season. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. To be honest, I think one of my favorite happenings this season was when he was part of the ceremony for the Mother of Goats. Oh my gosh, the Mother of Goats. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone in this room know about the Mother of Goats? I was watching your stream uh I was watching your stream at the time. Oh man! I I'll think let, I'll I was let, there to see everybody doing their little oh, bowing boy. thing. Yeah, I've been oh, there God. for one of them. Let's yeah. let Sage. I'll, <laughs> I'll let I'll let all of them finish. Yep. All right, you can go. Oh dear. Um, I think it was the only one he actually got to attend because a lot of times I'm not around when they happen because I'm not sure when the breeding gets taken place. But it was at that one that he attended that you guys got Sapphire. Yes. It was such a coincidence. So we do this whole sacrifice thing. We have like this nice little ceremony of candles, like in like this pentagram kind of looking thing. We have a sacrifice in the middle of it. People are surrounding it. People have like acolyte robes on and sombreros and people are holding sparklers and like <laughs> bowing and praying and all kinds of things. Not weird and, at but, all. No, not weird. <laughs> not weird at normal, all. normal day at the June's ho Jones homestead. All right, definitely all right. not a and cult. Definitely <laughs> nope. not a cult. Oh dear. Or and, a town. Um, 
this was the first one <laughs> Sage had come to. And Sage wears those bright blue pants, those like jeans. Mm -hmm. And um, the goat that comes out that day, after all this is said and done, is Sage Blue a bodied goat it's like this sage <laughs> pants colored goat it was the ultimate coincidence and ever since then everyone is convinced that the sacrifice has worked and that as long as you pray <laughs> to the mother of goats you get a really good she must really accept good this she, offer yeah she must accept your offering but then you get a she really good mutation yes <laughs> oh god it is perfect all right, and uh, Scarlett, why don't uh, you go next? Oh, dear. Right, so this was the first time that I had gone prospecting. Um, Rin and... Rin and, uh, and Randy were prospecting, and Aubrey, you know, happened to, uh, happened to come across them. Um, <clears throat> Stream sniper. <clears throat> <laughs> Oh, come now. No, come now. I just pressed B to try to talk. Sorry. <laughs> um, Sorry. No, well, anyway. Um, <laughs> Jerk. Okay, <laughs> let her finish. Come on now. <laughs> um, she, so she, like I said, happened to come across them. And uh, so <laughs> let me just set the scene here. So Randy had been, as he explained earlier, as 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 sorry, I'm mixing up the two, the people with the characters now. As uh, Angel said earlier, Randy had been flirting quite a lot with Aubrey, and Aubrey is quite a like young she, and impressionable. Yeah, yes, that's the word. Thank, those are the words. Thank you. Young and impressionable. She's twenty three. And she mm -hmm. hasn't had, she's got, she's been shut away for most of her life. So she hasn't had any, any like real anything with, with boys or men because oh, of boy. her parents. So the, <laughs> so for Randy, Randy comes on very strong sometimes. Mm -hmm. So of course this <laughs> had, this had Aubrey <laughs> so flustered already. And then for her to go prospecting and, you know, you're just standing around. You've got nothing but time when you're waiting for your minds to blow. So <laughs> I, <laughs> Oh boy. Good this joke. Had... Words. <laughs> no kidding. Oh, oh no. <laughs> now listen here. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so yeah, they, they had a nice red and Randy had a nice little tent set up, had a nice bonfire going, uh, the there were fireworks. Oh, good lord! Um, it was it was all perfectly set up, and then Rin uh, goes, "Yeah, I'm just gonna go check the mines," leaving Aubrey with Randy alone uh -oh. by the bonfire. Yeah, it was all my fault. So for yes, <laughs> <laughs> so Aubrey goes into the tent to sit down for a bit. Okay, I've never had this glitch happen in a tent before. I swear it was a glitch, despite what oh, others uh, may believe. Aubrey <laughs> swears her shirt got stuck on that chair. In reality, <gasps> she was dangling, like she tried to get out of the chair. She was dangling, like she was in the flipping chair. Okay. Mm. And I couldn't move. Like she, she couldn't move. Um. So Randy had to go in and rescue her, 
ended up dismantling the entire tent just so Aubrey could like walk around again. <laughs> and all this time, and he, he, I'm realizing this is very long. Um, sorry. Take your time. He, Go for it. No, you're he, good. Uh, he then accused Aubrey of, of doing it on purpose just to get him into the tent. Oh God. <laughs> and this is, this is a great time to remind everyone one of the rules of gun smoke is there's no ERP. Um, <laughs> so nothing could have happened. It wasn't planned, okay? Uh-huh. It That's funny. Your version of that story is completely different than the version that Randy <laughs> this seen. isn't this oh, isn't God. even this isn't even the end of it. So, so that's what happened. Well, so later <laughs> Hold on, before bring... you continue. Oh, okay. Okay, so here we she's, go. She's stuck in the tent, right? And I wasn't actually like right by the tent, but I, I walked by and all I hear is, Psst, hey, hey, Randy, come in no! here. No, <laughs> oh, no. You gotta help me. No. It was, it was uh, she you was see, definitely trying to lure him into that. The, tent, there was a sure. fault you guys had in your whole plan, like the fall <laughs> of this whole thing. You didn't bring couches. You always have to bring couches. It's a thing. <laughs> it was just prospecting <laughs> with couches. But wait, there's Not more. Chairs. There is more. All right, there all right, is more. more. All right, go, go, Okay, go. so in, in the clip that um, that was at the beginning of the show, Where, uh, you, you hear... Play it again? You, sure. Hang on, let me see if I can get it to play. Is it that portion? My, it's my screech. Right. Yeah, my I have screech. that portion. Oh, yes, that screech. <laughs> I, I heard that. And that, that was one me. Was... About what? Or that was Aubrey because uh, I'll I'll tell you after. Let me know. Keep keep talking. I, keep I got okay. Yeah. Well, so Randy then go. You know the emote, the emote mod that's in there. Uh -huh. He he used it. He went into the proposing position. Oh Randy my God. was standing right there. He got the whole thing. I went back and watched it on oh his stream. God. And <laughs> looked like he was proposing to Aubrey. That's called an she, offering? She's, she's, well, okay, listen. Offering marriage? She <laughs> screamed. Oh, boy. You hear that? Wait, play it again. Did it work? Hang on. Yeah, we just hear a hum. You ain't oh, got anything, anything in your head. Oh, there we go. Oh, uh, see, she wants, she wants, she wants, she wants stuff. stuff. She wants she a sugar, sugar daddy. daddy. <laughs> yeah. So, there you go. That's the screech. That's the screech. Yeah. So yeah, that's the rest of the story. That's just, and then Aubrey spent the whole rest of the time bright red. Um, oh gosh. Avoiding, trying to avoid Rand. Well, okay, listen. She was maybe she was flirting back a little bit. Oh, a little boy. bit. He was blushing the maybe. entire time. She was. Oh, she was. God. You kid. Oh, listen. You. Randy I, kissed her on the cheek at the end of the. Oh night. my God, Randy, you man. He stole a kiss as <laughs> Randy, he rode away. Man it was the most romantic oh, thing you've ever do, seen. Do like they write how... songs about that. Do you know yeah. how much of a player you have to be in the late 1800s to steal a kiss from a girl after you first met her? You gotta be one <laughs> heck of a player. I'm that, just saying. You know, I know the game. Saying. Wasn't that like the norm? You know the no. game. I hold the cards. I know how to play the game. 
Hmm. hmm. I think I, I know. <laughs> wait, wait. I know if if June hadn't introduced herself to Randy and her fiance, uh, if she hadn't introduced herself to Randy as June <laughs> and her fiance Marty, I know, like he would have been trying so hard. One hundred percent. Uh huh. One hundred percent. Yeah, it would have been bad. no doubt. The not a doubt. Mm-hmm. You could smell it from a mile away. She's like, and this is my fiance. Don't try me. So yeah, that's my or deny any of these allegations. That's <laughs> my that was my favorite story anyway. And it that because it sparked a like it sparked a whole like thing for the next like week week or so. Like oh. between between Randy until until he well, yes. He got with he got with another, and then Aubrey started acting like an idiot. But again, she's twenty-three. <laughs> what do you expect? Oh boy, the bathing suit was not. That wasn't. I wasn't planning oh, that at all. Did you all. do the bikini thing? Is yeah, that what's? Oh wow, you almost got scandalous. shot over that ordeal. Scandalous. Did I? Well, well, Abigail was you standing you there. You didn't know that, but yeah. Did I almost get shot? Yeah. She was so quiet. I'm like, oh, she must be fine with this. That's because she was steaming. <laughs> Oh dear. I don't know that story. There's not many that do. We can tell it. <laughs> you were we'll having nightmares, uh, uh, Diesel. Ugh. How about we? Uh, how about we? Let, let's tell it later. Um, who's the next uh, story? I think everybody but me is gone. So I guess it's my point or my time to story time. Time to shine. Uh, time to shine. Yeah. Do right. it up. Uh, the CJ show. Oh man! Uh, all right, so um, my favorite part about this season um, was actually the total three hundred and sixty that I had to do with Rin. Uh, oh boy! So yeah. Oh this. Uh, Rin was actually when I started. Uh, so if you read my backstory, um, I basically oh, don't fleed... give us too much OOC stuff. <laughs> season's over but uh, oh, i won't boy. say too much but i basically um and actually uh uh gone rogue i'm gonna be this is what uh, i left a uh, note in your mailbox saying that we had to talk and stuff it's gonna be the oh, plan yeah. was to go over my backstory with you oh. and tell you where, where oh, don't spoil me. Came don't from. do it don't okay spoil i won't say much i won't say anything us. about my backstory but anyways i I, I, my intentions was actually to go into the season as a bandit. So the oh. idea was Emily, myself, um, Spudwick, and um, Dr. Jellick. We're all so when we were wearing hmm. the yellow and black, we were actually supposed to be a bandit. So you were the a cult. Oh, I yeah. see. You were a cult. <laughs> so, Lexo was like, "Oh, you mean your cultish friends in the yellow? Yep. Those people." <laughs> so yeah, that was our intentions, but um, with JT and Randy convincing Emily and Rin to move with them. And the fact that the other guys, there was actually three other guys, but one logged in the first day and didn't <laughs> sign back in ever again. So, um, but there was three others that we left in that house, um, but they never woke up. So it mm-hmm. kind of defeated the whole idea of us. Well, you just have to go with, that's group. the like beauty of Gunsmoke. You just kind of yeah. have to go with the organic role play wherever it takes you. Right. Okay. And so I, but I had, a, I was supposed to be this gu- um, grumpy, miserable person that hated crowds. And I kind of showed that at the beginning, the first day after we moved, I think there was something 
uh, going on at June's parents' place. And it was New Year's <laughs> Eve. Oh, that's what it was. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> and uh, everybody goes and sits around the fire. And uh, actually, Candace is because t- uh, I'm standing off to the side with my arms crossed. And uh, um, uh, Candace comes up and says, oh, come on. Uh, come join the group. And I'm like, no, I'll just stay back here. I don't do well in crowds. But once everybody wasn't paying attention, Rin took off because Rin doesn't like crowds. So I watched was, this happen, by the way. <laughs> that was my uh, me role playing my character. Like that's that's what yeah, Rin was supposed to obviously. be. And slowly, as the season, obviously, I couldn't keep doing that because that would really make <laughs> my season of Gunsmoke um, not as fun. So obviously, mm-hmm. slowly, I made Rin more accepting of people and being around crowds until the end of the season, where I think I did. Uh, I think Ren did pretty he good. He got crowds, pretty but... good. He got yeah. pretty good. I mean, he even came to the wedding. He did. Is, yeah, exactly. That that's like the biggest crowd there's been. <laughs> Not without any season. complaints, he didn't. Oh yeah, I bet. <laughs> oh, I have been, to. That would have been have... really hard to continue that character. Yeah, no, living yeah, under the same roof of mm-hmm. two of the most <laughs> yeah. outgoing Social characters that just walked, like, yeah, just walked into the county. You guys are on this main thoroughfare where people yep. just come yep. in and out, in and out all the time. Yeah. Yeah, it would have been impossible for me. And even, I think actually Emily wanted to continue. Like, she didn't want to do anything over the top uh, banditry, uh, but she wanted to like steal from people and stuff like that. Like blowing that. up mm-hmm. the bank? Yeah. She <laughs> yeah. got real, sound clip like, casually real into the goats, though. At the end of the season, she did she like did. this nice 180. She was like, goats? Yes. Well, she really she struggled with she, the otters for so long. Oh, yeah, she, she didn't want to do the goats because everybody was doing the goats, and so she, she was trying to get into something else, but she the thing is, it's like for the goats. there's so much you variability. Go you can basically like there's so oh, many different turtles. colors that people get. It's just it's ridiculous. So I mean, if you do anything, it's, you still have like those different factors, I yeah. guess. Yeah. So and I think she realized as much as she didn't want to ditch the idea of being a bandit, it's a there's way too much banditry this season going on and that's what kind of made me want to change my character oh those troll bandits oh my oh. god well it seemed like no. every week i was hearing a new bandit story <gasps> in, in, in uh. the game i'm like okay i can't add to this like there's enough banditry going yeah, I on the, so. and like i want to be perfectly clear the banditry that went on during season four down near not town is not like proper banditry we're talking like dutch freeman we had the panty bandits we had the number bandits we had all these different troll bandits those are not bandit bandits those are trolls and like there's going to like the panty oh god the panty bandit no no (laughs) no yeah so just like there was a lot of troll banditry no real banditry which hopefully Mm -hmm. that'll change but no yeah definitely i see what you're saying See, because this was my first season, what I thought it was personally, I thought it was pretty good banditry. So you you just burst my bubble. What is no. 
What's real banditry then? Real banditry is bandage, banditry that promotes RP. You see a lot of the banditry that happened, for instance, with the number bandits. The number bandits were breaking uh, like one of the big, big gunsmoke rules of no sniping. Sniping is not allowed in Gunsmoke County. Did um, they do that? Yeah, I didn't know yeah, that. They did. Oh, yeah, multiple they times. They did too. many times. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Basically, they would shoot at Alistair, sniping him, <laughs> and then like missing, like miss, whether it be on on purpose or on accident they'd like shoot a billboard or shoot the house or something and they'd miss alistair and then they'd run away there's no rp engagement with that whatsoever no. there's only threatening letters left and if like they left a threatening letter like oh we're, we're taking you with us you're coming with us like no hmm. matter what tomorrow you're coming right. with us and then they'd not show up like there's no rp that comes from that none um or if someone were to uh try to try to like shoot up a red flare like this happened a lot in not time at the beginning of the season they'd shoot up a red flare what if a one person went to go respond to that red flare and they didn't have a group they would um end up like killing them like robbing them of all their things using but they like i don't remember if it was sniping or there's many occasions of this but like people would get sniped and then drug into the river to drown mm. as they're passed out like preventing tribe logs and like a bunch of other stuff it was there was it was a bunch of different things so it was not rp promoting real banditry um real banditry isn't like that it's all rp it's all like put your hands in the air, like get to your knees. Now give me your gun, like, or or robbing a bank, like staking out the bank, and then one day coming in as like a group of people and with barrels and like ready to like trying to get away with it stealthily and like put the barrels down, blow it up, and then get into like a RP gunfight or whatever. Like that is like the exhilarating banditry. There was one, the last good bank robbing we had was season two june was 12 and it was to lethal waters and even that was i i don't i wasn't there for all of like the particulars and june was 12 so she wasn't involved in a lot of stuff plus she was terrified of guns and loud noises so she was like i'm out deuces like that's it's kind of like the the demeanor she had so um but no yeah there's so much better stuff that's in store like that people could bring to the table than what was there. Yeah, the Banshees like also robbed Keystone and they did a really good job with that too. That was at the end of season two. Yeah, right? Right yeah at the end of season that. two. Yeah. They did yep. a pretty good job with their robbing. The Banshees were decent, yeah. Oh, I felt I felt Sweet. like with the, the number bandits I was getting like framed nah. or something. Yeah, no, like and the number bandits that I don't even personally think they're worth talking about. I don't think they need like the the publicity or anything. Like really, I, truly. I will say that Alistair well, played it really oh, well. Yeah. I mean, he was very was, traumatized oh, by it. And perfect. Mm -hmm. He did. He did a really good job with role playing. Alistair always does. He is a very very good role player. Like he doesn't. Oh, he's he's just really good at what he what he plays. Um. And I remember he joined the server. He used to be just a viewer of Cleric and Minds, Cleric Craft, who plays Deegan Crow, and then me. And I remember he he state told me out of character basically how when June was fifteen, we had some troll people come up and shoot up the Jones homestead. Actually, I remember that. Yeah, um, and they shot it up. It was a really big chaotic mess. 
and none of the people involved broke character. And it was that fact that pushed Alistair to actually join the server for that season. It was really, really, like, I don't know. Nice. And nice, I guess. Wow. I wish, yeah, I wish, uh, I do wish more of that had happened then. I didn't even know what I was missing out on. Mm-hmm. I do, oh, though I do me. think, I think the Pansy Bandit, like, <laughs> while that was pretty low, I do feel mm-hmm. like, um, that that promotes actual RP because he was actually stopping the women, Ugh, but at the same it time, also, I don't know. Really it caught him depends. with their pants down. It also depends on if they were following the rules fully, and I don't I don't know the particulars of that one, so who knows? But um, but yeah, definitely was, questionable. I, I was actually yeah. somewhat offended that I was never stopped by the oh, panty bandit. Yeah, of course. Oh my <laughs> god. I don't know why they wouldn't stop you, JT. I mean, just such a voluptuous woman. I mean, JT, yeah, looked like a girl anyway. <laughs> oh, that's not even oh. nice. <laughs> it's all right. You'll I, I'm look sorry. better hmm. next time. I have to... He's like, I'll do better next time. Guys. I'll do sorry. better. <laughs> oh god! Was it was it Randy or JT that donned the ba- uh, bikini bathing suit several times? Oh my god! <laughs> that, that would be Randy. Oh, I, Randy oh, still Randy. carries that in his and back that's, pocket that's how, everywhere he goes. That's the thing I'm that first topics caught from this one. <laughs> <laughs> the thing June that first caught Aubrey's Sorry. Aubrey's attention was how like like sort of weird Randy was, but like in a good way. And that was, yeah. Oh, but that just reminded me of that whole party. Remember Lucille's party, um, Randy? And I think, who else was there? I think JT as well? JT was there, yep. Yeah, that was a good party. I don't remember for that. The, for oh, the okay. record, when when Aubrey pulled JT aside to ask him if oh Randy was flirting with her. Oh my god. <laughs> that was completely fabricated on JT's side. That's Wait. Not, that is not true. Wait. Was it? I just I just told it how mm-hmm. it was. Yeah, and then after you two came back, Randy was like, "What's going on?" And he and he kind of filled him in, and I just fucking rolled with it. So that's <laughs> at that point, that's almost I don't want to say the starting point of of Randy's like womanizing, but that pretty much was the starting point of it. Oh, like he was boy. already pursuing other women and doing the compliment thing but Listen. after that happened, are you saying that jt created the monster <laughs> oh, uh, no. the monster uh, I, I wouldn't I, say created. i think the monster Unleashed was already well on its way but let, let's let's <laughs> start with your let's see what was the first one? Oh, uh i believe it was lara um yep. the cook up north where you left her a love letter with a quote of a it song. was song lyrics. Ooh, yeah. nice. <laughs> so that, that was actually a smooth one, but that I think smooth. Lara had a hard time figuring it out what your intentions were. <laughs> and and, and, and you, you quickly moved on from her to, I believe it was Audrey, uh, Aubrey next, right? Uh, if I'm... Yeah, it, I think so. Or was yeah, it the because, Skinners? Because, I can't because... remember if the Skinners Wait, came you first. tried for the Skinners? <laughs> no. Came... He, no. Came... <laughs> he came with... Laura to the party and ended up hitting on Aubrey. Okay. <laughs> so they were both oh, wow. at the same party. I didn't know that. <laughs> oh. God. That is a Damn. true story. Wow. Another part of that story, um, that's that's where the the Skinners first met Randy too, was <laughs> at that party. 
And oh, that is right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it. Hey, you. Rand, yeah, Randy's I got enough had, love for everybody. I, I think you had Savannah pretty convinced that you had a crush on her because she happened to tell Rin while he was standing waiting for the bank open opening after that. <laughs> Uh, going on about how she, she thought that Randy had a crush on her. Oh boy! Yeah. <laughs> but she I... already knew who I was before that party, and I don't recall running into her before that. But she knew me as the fucking donkey tickler before <laughs> I had even talked to her. Yeah, because JT made your sign say donkey tickler. Perfect. <laughs> And, and that, but hey, in the end, it ended up with one true love with Randy and Abigail, I believe, right? Randy? Aww. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> no spoilers. <laughs> but so I have to say, oh wait, sorry. What were no, you go ahead. Say? No, go ahead. Oh. I was just gonna say we we moved pretty much into our next uh, topic, which is the round table. So just we'll okay. just keep going from here. Okay. So yeah, go ahead. I have to say that um, before Randy, I think the person who had Not Towns player as like a a namesake was Tyler West. Before Randy, Tyler West had like bounced from woman to woman, like back and forth as fast as you could see. Um, oh, like the whole time, and he finally kind of calmed down and like started maturing up. Like when Randy started coming, and he just like picked up, picked up where West left off. It was really funny. <laughs> um, and then uh, what else? Oh, it blows my mind. Um, I feel like lots of people in Gunsmoke like are always like picking up and starting relationships so quickly. Um. I have not everybody. Yeah. Well, not everybody, especially not everybody, but Randy, West, like people, Abigail, they, they'll pick up and start off and like go running. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sitting here thinking like, oh my God, I, I personally, I give, I don't, I could never, I don't think June could ever, ever like do that ever. I'm, Are you saying that Gunsmoke County is filled with thirst? i i said nothing i think it it took a total of eight years for june and marty to go from like becoming friends to getting married eight years you have patience that was one thing i questioned and and being that this is the first time that i've ever participated in a role-playing server was i was concerned that it was going too fast like i didn't know what the pacing well if you think about the late 1800s where women's weren't women weren't allowed to like show their ankles let alone like hold hands with a guy out in public without being judged i i think it'll give you a little feel right for the for the time period and how fast people moved. This was the time period of courting. Mm. 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 That's true. JT oh, stayed chat. out of that whole dating mm. scene by, oh, yeah. by being interested in an unobtainable woman. <laughs> so that <laughs> my, actually worked wait. out really well. Which, what? Um, my chat just has renamed Gunsmoke. I just wanted to like share this name with yeah, you. Yeah, I've uh, seen that. Thirst, <laughs> Thirst Smoke Smoke County. County. <laughs> Thirst Smoke County is a thing. I, I, I would like to like trademark that. Thirst Smoke County, let's do it. <laughs> That's awesome. What were you oh, asking, boy. Scarlett? I don't... Oh, <laughs> no, just... Uh, 
no, never mind. It's, it might be a spoiler. I want Aubrey to because uh, Aubrey's going to be coming back, of course. Yeah, don't spoil. Don't spoil. Yeah, no spoilers. No, yeah. Just to recap, we don't talk about future and we don't right. talk about backstory that we wouldn't know. Yet, right. yeah. In the show notes, there's a whole there's a whole section on future. <laughs> so I don't know what the deal is. There with you that. go. We'll see. We'll see. Well, the, we the future was not to get into detail. Oh, oh just five? to give what Sorry. you're so and the way i look at this um with a meta no meta thing is what cyber judge me knows i don't transfer to uh rin and right right uh, yeah. what was interesting with me this season because i already knew most of gunsmoke and the guys that i joined up with uh spudwick and dr jellick they've never played gunsmoke and we're like oh let's go find the mine well i knew exactly where that mine was but to play Rin, who just <laughs> landed in Juniper and is supposed to know nothing about the map, not know where to get oil, not know where these mines mm -hmm. are. It was the most challenging thing I ever yes. had because I yeah. knew the whole map. Like I had the map on like exposed with my little pins all over of where everything was. <laughs> and I'm like supposed to be playing dumb where I know nothing. Oh. That's and a good gosh. point. Never re-rolling. Yeah, no, like, and there's a lot of people from season one who are re-rolling, and I won't talk about it, but, like, I am giving kudos to them. No <laughs> kidding. Kudos to them who are, like, they've been in the county since, like, yep. day one, basically, and they are going in just like, I know nothing. Yep. It's going to be very interesting to watch. It worked but, out um, well because I was with people who didn't know. So I was kind of like, oh, let's go. And I would kind of get him in the right area, but then be like, oh, I don't know where it is. Do you see anything? And mm -hmm. eventually we get there. We actually, I, I remember I was with Dr. Jellick and Emily was actually with us too. And obviously Emily played with, uh, it was Emily and I that uh, lived together in the season before. So mm -hmm. we both knew the map. So we're both playing yeah. stupid here. We I, actually went oh. up and down by the mine by Juniper three times before finally uh, Dr. Jellick's <laughs> like, oh, what's this? And actually went, I'm like, oh, thank God, finally. That's <laughs> fun. That's funny I, because I've done that and I knew where it was and I was supposed to know where it was and I still couldn't find it. <laughs> <laughs> Funnily enough, um, Emily, her beginning character, Emma, Yep. was actually one of the june was the first person who welcomed her into the county and showed her around on her previous character okay. when june was younger actually right. little fun little snippet there you go nice <laughs> mm -hmm. she showed her around with albert Gaines. those yep. two are the same people yep two people she introduced to the county together <laughs> i had her i had heard that story because well, then, then you were the one to show me around. Uh huh. <laughs> yep, and you showed you showed uh, me around as well when That's... I first. Oh man, that was arrived. Um, June's main goal when she was twelve years old was to know where everything was, where everyone lived, where every town was, where every homestead was. If someone needed a blacksmith, June would know where a blacksmith was. That was her twelve-year-old self's goal. She was like, "I'm going to know everybody." Because uh, there's reasons on why she wanted to know so many people. But so she would every day she would make rounds to a bunch of wranglers and see if they had any horses that they were going to call. She would either be given them or buy them off of the wranglers and then take them back to her barn. Mm -hmm. And then um, she would go to Juniper every day and look for people 
just people off the train. She's like, and she'd pick them up off of Juniper, take her to take them to her house, give them a horse, and then tour them around the county on like this grand tour. Oh, was, damn, I missed mm-hmm. out. She did that yeah, every day. No huh? kidding. She got me. Bitten Where was by June a snake? that day? Jeez. <laughs> I did get JT bitten by a snake. We've come a long way as June Jones. June Dougal. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Ooh. Ooh, you, were, you were June Jones Oof. then. I was June Easton then, actually. Well, no, when you, you when go. you got me bitten. Oh, yeah, I was June Jones when I got you bit. <laughs> That's true. I, I'd do it again. I have so many names. June does I'm bring have another name. Names. I'm going to bring another oh. name in, actually. Um, just a, a, a shout out to the person who brought Aubrey in. Um, I wanted to get her into the podcast, but there just wasn't enough time. Um, the her character is Skylar, um, and yes, Skylar. Skylar is was mm-hmm. just simply Skylar is Aubrey's June, basically. Aww. Um, <laughs> like the t- first person that uh, Aubrey met off the train, Skylar took Aubrey up to Fox Pass. Um, uh, there Aubrey met Garrett. The two of them gave, um, gave Aubrey a horse, got tools off of Sage, actually, um, mm-hmm. bought tools from Sage and then Aubrey met Sage. Um, and it was just, it's just, I was, you know, I was so, so nervous going in and this actually relates into the, one of the topics that we wanted to brush on new players out there. Seriously. I was so nervous going into this. It had taken the rest of these people weeks to convince me to join Gunsmoke. Mm. I step off the train. I uh, barely found the clothing box. Like, I kid you oh, not, gosh. Aubrey almost walked into town naked. And then I'm like, oh, I guess I should find clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, there was a, uh, which season was this? The clothing the, this, box? Season. this season. This, this season? season. Yeah, this is okay. my first season. I was trying to remember because, I mean, June did June played as an anti-bandit and went to Juniper and filled up, like, all the containers <laughs> with, like, axes. And, yeah, it was last season, yeah. so I was really confused. Anyways, Sounds going, dangerously sorry. close to panti-bandit. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, dear. Yeah, June's definitely that one. Redistribute, <laughs> redistributing. That, that sounds like a Robin Hood story right there. Feeling everybody's panties to give it to the new people off the train. <laughs> oh <laughs> you want God. these old panties? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Oh gosh. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Keep going. No, it was just a shout out to Skylar and to all the people of it. Like that that first encounter. Like I think that really formed the rest of my gun smoke experience because I realized every most people are really nice. And if they're not, then that's their character. Like, Rin was really, really salty towards Aubrey because she, like, was bunking oh, with... She was bunking in their, in their like, little... Um, <sighs> or not little. It wasn't little by any means. Um, their... Uh, oh, God, what's the it spare, called? Homestead. The spare Homestead. room, yeah. The spare room. Oh, and uh, I remember Rin just going, like... Who the heck is this person? Because and my room was cut here? in half. So that oh, yeah. So salty. It started off because because JT built the house for JT and Randy. Yep. And and so what had happened was is, is uh, Ren and Emma Lee moved in. And so he had to like 
make these rooms <laughs> out of nothing, basically. Listen, listen. Well, <laughs> You're a carpenter fairy. It's what you're supposed I to do. I know, right? So, so, but he, he did, right? Well, anyways, and JT, all season long, he spoiled the crap out of Emily. And, like, so he made her room bigger. And he couldn't make Rin's room bigger because Aubrey was staying in the extra bedroom that was right oh, there. So. No. Aubrey just, oh, Aubrey would have been out of there so fast if she'd known that. Aww. She didn't know. But yeah. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. He didn't and, need a bigger and, room. And JT wasn't even trying to push the issue because, like I said, he was trying to spoil the crap out of Emily. So whatever Rin wanted was like, ah, whatever. I mean, you did put, you did replace Emily's walls with like jail bars. So I mean, that was, oh, that was right. That was that was a big, yeah. Do you guys, let's actually move to that. Why? Yeah, that that was such a big thing. I didn't even know the full story. So, um, Emily was known, well, Emily and Rin had this brother sister relationship. She would just randomly pull out her narc arrows and, randomly shoot me with or shoot Rin with <laughs> narc arrows or randomly come up and just throw a punch at me for no reason sometimes Rin deserved it sometimes or Rin was making pistol fun of... whip the crap out of you <laughs> yeah <laughs> so uh it was uh uh interesting um uh interesting relationship between uh Emily and Rin and uh then uh, I find out after the night before she was knocking me out and to steal, she stole all my guns and everything. And I didn't realize she returned them to my horse, but she had taken everything out of my pockets. And, and uh, so I'm like, oh, she's a thief. And then uh, I, I, the next morning I wake up and I'm talking to JT, find out that he's been shot by <laughs> Emily. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, now it was, uh, oh, oh my gosh. Apparently that story. it was just a misfire um of i'll uh, elaborate yeah please elaborate because i wasn't there to see it so you want me to do it now and then i'll continue on what i did after that okay so this was late okay so we we were trying to like button up the the homestead and get to bed anyways I hear this, uh, I don't know if it was a boar or a coyote or it was actually, it was a coyote. So I I go out back. I'm like, all right, let me off this thing. So it's not gnawing on the fence whenever, you know, whenever. So I go out there and this thing's running like left to right full speed. So I'm, I'm just missing. Like I'm just, I'm just missing every single shot. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So I start sidestepping and trying to get it lined up and all of a sudden, pow, I'm shot. (laughs) <laughs> and this was the first time I'd been shot in gun smoke. I had oh, no boy. idea what to even expect. So I'm Yikes. like, I'm like, I look down and, you know, and I see the, the little, the little bullet status effect thing. And I'm like, I've been shot. I just got <laughs> shot. And I turn around, I turn around and I said, what the hell did you shot me? And then, I, and then I passed out. And I'm like, oh boy. And she's, and it was so funny because she started freaking out. She's like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I did a bad thing. I did a really bad thing. And she's dragging me into the barn. She's like, you're okay. Like, she's just willing me to be okay. She's like, you're okay. You're going to be okay. And I'm like, and I'm like, okay, maybe I'm going to be okay. I don't know. I don't know. And then I start, I wake up. I pass back out again. And oh, I'm just God. like bleeding all over the place. She's oh. like, she's like, she's like running out 
and then running back in. <laughs> and she's freaking out. She's like, are you going to be okay? I was like, you probably need to go get the doctor. So, so she runs up, and I can't even imagine how embarrassing oh, that must man. have been. She runs oh. up to the Jones homestead, and she's and uh, apparently I don't know what happened, but I oh, just imagine her being like, "Uh, I shot JT at the Jones homestead." There. All right. So I, I had like was looking in my pockets, quote unquote, and I was sitting on the ground, and I come back to the computer, and I look at the screen, and I have like five people surrounding me and i'm like oh my what in the world <laughs> and like they're like go- dancing and going up and down like trying jumping trying to get my attention i'm like, I'm like what is wrong <laughs> what what can can i help you <laughs> they're like it's okay don't worry it's gonna be all right and she's like what happened now you're stressing me. What is going on? Like, JT might have possibly kind of got a little bit shot. <laughs> and a little I'm, bit. I'm like, what? By who? And she's like, it's okay. Purely <laughs> accidental. Emily might have kind of a little bit shot him. In I the was back. Like, <laughs> and she's like, what, is he okay? What? <laughs> And she, she's like, it's like it's okay. Davis has it handled. He, he took care of it. And you know the so. funny thing is that when I'm sitting there in the doctor's office, Standing Water comes in, and, and he <laughs> asks and he asks me this question. He goes, "Well, now it's just you and me. So was was this an accident?" <laughs> and and I was so conflicted. I was like. What should I say? I thought about. I thought because like know. I could have said I don't know, and then that oh, would have just no. oh that. But no, I decided to be a good boy, and I was. I was oh, like, you no, would have never a, gotten forgiveness well, ever. You never know. It might not have been an accident because we had a we had a really interesting relationship as well. So it was like <laughs> it's like because she used to like shoot me with arrows and and do all that stuff. And Listen. Like, <laughs> but it was funny. So, uh, but I, I didn't do it. But I thought about it for a second, being like, "Stand in water." You know, I don't know if if that was an accident or not. <laughs> but I oh didn't. my god! Oh, that would have been no. That would have. I mean, I have to say, it would have enabled. Been June enabled all of this. Let's just be perfectly clear <laughs> oh, that's here. True. <laughs> like all the way up into this, June had like the secret box. That uh, not really secret, but to everyone else it was secret. But she would go in like her hunting journeys and collect trank arrows, and she just leave them in this little drop box and be like, "All right, here's some more trank arrows for you to go and shoot each other with. It's okay." <laughs> <laughs> and I but the say, problem was uh, the only one who knew about it was uh, Emma Ty, so uh, she well, was the no, only one that no, used Diesel, them. Diesel was the oh, one no, no, who no. got them. Diesel's the one oh. who. JT okay. oh, was yeah. the one that June was like, hey, by the way, check the icebox. Like, <laughs> oh. she would always, like, because Emma Ty can, Emma, Emma could make her own arrows. <laughs> so, so June seen, always gave them to JT. You gotcha. should have seen the fights that came over those arrows. Oh. I mean, I'm getting knocked out. She's getting yep. knocked mm. out. Oh, my Let's gosh. Let's be perfectly so honest. Just, if, just, sorry, go sorry. ahead. 
I was going to say, let's be perfectly honest. If June was in on this bow and arrow, like, trank arrow fight, you'd all be down. Let's just That's do it. True. That. I That's agree. true. I've seen, you use, uh, I've seen June use a bow. I, I, mm -hmm. Yeah. Scorpions with a damn bow. What are you kidding? Yeah, like that's crazy. from forever away. Oh, when I one shot that boar, that was really fun. <laughs> I really liked that I've one. Seen that. So, mm -hmm. what were you saying, Scarlet? Oh yeah. I was just gonna say, like literally, okay, that you guys ever want arrows? All you have to do just set up a place. Like where Aubrey was, and there's <laughs> boars and nonstop things just trying to eat. Like Aubrey, if she wasn't so so happy to be out of the place that she had been before, before Gunsmoke, then she would be she would have been pissed. But she was like almost enjoying. Like oh my goodness. She had, anyway. She has she has a lot of arrows and stuff. She always does. So <laughs> literally just hit her up for that. Yeah right. <laughs> yes. And I mean, I, I, to, I got like the they'd have to find that in character. But yeah. I, I would yeah. I would I would get the majority of my arrows from just killing stuff. I mean, mm -hmm. especially down that valley you moved yes. into. Yes. Uh, you see, JT's I'm valley. enabling you again. JT Valley. JT's valley. Oh man, um, but oh, speaking of killing stuff, I absolutely adored all the hunting parties and the fact that June's bow, and like chat brought this up, Sin brought this up actually, Sin says how June's bow she got from Secret Santa, June's bow from Secret Santa was insane. It was uh, 177 pounds Ooh. of pressure, but damage percentage for that bow that bow was like lethal <laughs> man it was just as good as a gun like anyone oh it was so good it's very good bow. but her and her pitchfork she was unstoppable guys let's just be perfectly honest here mm -hmm. yeah, i agree nobody's gonna argue with that <laughs> so so to go back to the whole after i uh rin found out about the shooting Emma, I knew Emma uh, Lee was not going to be waking up for, uh, until later in the evening. So I'm like, okay, time for uh, Rin to be Rin. And he's a blacksmith. He can make the jail bars. So he made a jail door, a, a, a jail door frame, and then some jail bars. Uh, took down her walls and her doors and put these jail uh, bars up lock uh, lock the um the door and made it admin only and removed admin rights from from the tribe so she couldn't <laughs> open the door. oh my god you guys are terrible that um, is kidnapping it's bad in, in the end i i did take it down because rin wasn't going to be awake when she woke up and i didn't want her to spend like an hour or two Aww. figuring out how she was going to get out of this jail and so well he amazing. left the bars and, and also, she, like, she, she could just pick it. up the wall and, yeah. like, jump out. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. But um, I, I took him down all, uh, because uh, at the time, at first I said to JT, hey, um, do you think you'll be uh, awake uh, when she gets up so that when she get, uh, uh, wakes up and we've had her fun with it, you can let her out? And he wasn't sure either. So I'm like, okay, well, I don't want to. I, I don't want to ruin rules. anybody's uh, uh, she, time. She, so. still, she still role-played it, though. Whenever she got yeah. up, and, and of course, JT like let her out immediately. Because, <laughs> because that's just what he did. And, uh, you know, she felt so bad. And 
she you know she was her character we we don't know if she was 17 or 20 she never oh gave boy. us a real straight she answer told, around she told june 20 yeah she was like yeah hey, i remember hearing that i'm 20 and she's like oh my gosh someone that's just the same age as me thank you She's very hype about being 20. So <laughs> I know she was 20. Well, that 20. might be fake news. Well, listen, it could be fake news to everyone else. June believes it. It's fine. <laughs> well, the rest of us don't know. We have no mm -hmm. idea. Right. She, she told Ren 17. So. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure I heard. I'm pretty sure Randy heard her say that she was 20. 20. So, who knows? 20. I, don't, I don't think she knows. Oh, boy. <laughs> but, um, I think it uh, depends on the day and how much moonshine she's been in that oh determines her age. Right. Moonshine. Or, oh, my gosh. Speaking of moonshine. Or how many trank arrows to the I face. I was so or happy. Or pistol whips. Oh, God. Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. Speaking of moonshine, I was so happy with the things that the admins added this season on to all the, uh, just everything, all the different classes. We had the baseline table, all the decor mods. We had the like the things to cook, the dancing, the moonshine, the opium. We had the mods really like, especially. Um, I think it's Willie. Willie does a lot of the. I think I need to double check. I don't want to say the wrong thing, but basically, the mod work that they've done this season was fan mm -hmm. phenomenal. Yeah. And every season, the admins cease like they don't cease to impress me. With like what they add, it's really really good. I I just had to like give that little blip out there and little shout out to the admins. Yep. They do yep. so much work. It was fantastic. They, uh, mm -hmm. And not just with the mod work, but managing the server. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Could you imagine the chaos that the server would be mm -hmm. if we didn't have the team of admins and moderators that yeah. we have? Um, I think they're pretty quick on jumping on rule breaks. I was afraid yeah. actually as Rin um, that he would he was going to get kicked out because. Uh, during the whole end of season thing, which we'll discuss later, um, Rin was down there um, doing his covert thing, and <laughs> one of my kids distracted me, and I went to turn uh, turn to talk to them, and accidentally right clicked, causing my horse to buck and destroy <laughs> one of the carts that was in Juniper, <laughs> and I'm like. Oh crap! What am I gonna do? They're gonna think that it was done. Oh, that's when you—that's why. Technically, that's what bad boxes are left for. Oh, uh, and that's what like basically bad boxes. If you've done something and you didn't mean to do it, you just like place a bad box down. And be like, I am so sorry. This or you could just I do what Rin did, and, and run you away. could be like, My name is Rin Sun, and then I did this, and I apologize. Um, let, let Diesel ask him what his, his, his last name is. Go ahead, Diesel. Oh, yeah. It's, it's Ronaldo Schwarzenegger. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> All right. Ronaldo it's actually Sunset Wanderer, but. <laughs> the, it was funny because right after that happened, uh, JT asked Lexa because she strolled through the homestead. It, it, he kind of gave her the rundown on what had happened with that wagon. And she was like, <laughs> she got Ren all worked up because she was like, oh yeah, you might as well just shoot him yourself now at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Lexa, oh my gosh. So much stuff with Lexa. Lexa's a, Lexa, oh the person who plays Lexa is just a gem. She's fantastic. Your, oh, you mean Lexa? The yeah. Stuff, <laughs> the stuff between June and Lexa oh, is just... No. Oh my god. <laughs> I, I actually started crying the other day I, watching... Uh, 
watching the stream. Sorry, I realized my mic was Me far too. away. Like I actually really? Yeah, I started. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest. I ended up having to shut the stream off. I'm like, okay, this is way too <laughs> down. The line. I didn't like. Yeah. I didn't see <laughs> like, it. Uh, yeah, I see I it. got choked up. I ended oh, up man. moving on. I nominated I you for a daytime the... Emmy. You did. You did. You did nominate me for an Emmy. It was very, very sweet. <laughs> no, like, oh, especially, like, right before they left. Oh, my gosh. The stuff between June and Lexa was so... Mm. <laughs> I've never had... Oh, I've never had to RP out, like, such rough, like, <laughs> pure emotional <laughs> chaos that was that day. Uh, no, but oh, it was, it was rough. We are, um, me and Lexa are going to be multi streaming on um, tomorrow, right before like an hour before the, the stream, and we're going to be giving an update as like what happened with them out of season so that way we can keep all the viewers like up to date and understanding. Okay, this is what this is what's <laughs> gone on, yeah, that's gonna is, be yeah, needed, it's gonna be needed because oh man they left the season off so rough because june she just wanted to protect lexa that's all she wanted she was like i need to i need to help my sister and i need to help the people of the county i want to save my home i want to save the county i want to like do what i can um people are going to need me all the doctors are leaving and she was like so conflicted there's a bunch of different things going through her head and it's too much to like list out right now but she acted as if she left the county and stayed to give an update to anyone who who wasn't here and oh lexa ended up finding out of course um which was gonna big I, it was it was a big yikes and yeah it was a whole lot of drama but We'll, we'll let you update. On, we'll give you an update on that later on. But no, like throughout the whole season, they'd be like sisters forever, like stuck by each other's side. And like this one thing is like, we can't break a place. Like if you shatter something, breaks into a million pieces with one accident. So it was very whew, rough. That's for kind sure. Of, kind of like you can't unjump a cliff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, listen, that's already done, said, <laughs> and gone. Listen. <laughs> Can I just say how happy, too, I was that, like, that was just dumb luck that Aubrey managed to catch June just that night, just before yes. the whole family, like, it just June. thank you so much for that. Oh, my God. She's such an inspiration. <laughs> oh, jeez. No. You June are. Just does, June just does her best. Let's just be perfectly honest. She's like a walking dumpster fire. Let me be perfect. Like, <laughs> I love her. Love her. Walking dumpster fire through and through. Um, that, yeah. But no, like. There's been there's been so many things that have just been complete coincidence that they even mm -hmm. happened that have led to so many different RP moments. Like for instance, like when June ran into Aubrey and they had that talk at the beach on the boat, that was pure coincidence. Pure when, coincidence. Um, when even Lexa found June that other day after that, that whole ordeal. Oh my god! Oh my mm -hmm. god! That was tripping me out so yeah. much. I'm like, how? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They um they had June basically Lexa said I'm leaving goodbye like I I'm leaving you I'm not staying here blah, 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 blah. it was a bunch of different things you'll have to go back and watch the vod it was very very good but um basically she was like I'm leaving county and I'm not I'm never coming back and let June was destroyed she was like I I can't lose another sister this like she collapsed physically emotionally she just like 
fell off her horse. The, like the minute she lost Lexa, she fell off her horse, laid down on the cliff and sobbed. And she stayed there. She didn't move. Like the moment Lexa left her and the moment Lexa came back by accident, June hadn't moved a spot. And I, out of character, saw people like running through the valley. June had her head buried in her arms and crying like her eyes out. So she didn't see anything. But like, um, then just out of like nowhere, Lexa hears. And the whole time I was typing out like she's sobbing or like choking on her breath or blah, blah, blah. And, um, that there was like this one instance where Lexa's tripping balls on frog skin and she hears June sob and ends up stumbling across June. And it was just like pure coincidence that she even saw her or heard her or anything. June could have been laying there forever and she never would have known. I, um, so it's so many things. It was very, very hot. So many feels. <sighs> Mm -hmm. all it's of the amazing. Feels. All of the feels. <laughs> for, <laughs> for me, as I'm a very emotional person, usually, <laughs> like I, that's how I run. I, I have friends that are logical, and that's all well and good. But for me, I run purely on emotion, mm -hmm. and that's partially why I was so concerned coming into Gunsmoke. Because I'm like, yeah. what if my like, what if my real character starts to show in Gunsmoke, or what if mm -hmm. like, what if I'm too affected? But I've found it's actually not a problem. Like I've mm -hmm. literally become a different person while playing Gunsmoke. That's and the I beauty kinda, of it. It's it? it's so gorgeous. Like mm -hmm. it's just. It's like voice acting and like I find myself thinking as Aubrey in real life sometimes. <laughs> like oh, oh, I've noticed that should... too. Oh man. <laughs> I I do that all the time and the and like I will daydream about gunsmoke and I dream dream about gunsmoke. It's bad. I'm it's like in gunsmoke anonymous, like legitimately. It's and an I addiction. remember um even when i was playing little june little june had like this itty bitty squeaky little voice i don't know if i can do it it's like really 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 like really tiny voice and i remember <laughs> when i would go about and i would stop talking as june i it wouldn't click in my brain i'd stop talking as june and i'd like talk to my fiance in real life in, like this itty bitty <laughs> voice i'm like oh my god wait no stop sorry <laughs> and have to like reboot my brain but, Here um, I was going to compliment you on your ability to turn it on and turn it off listen, from the stream it, the other day. It's just perfectly, perfectly <laughs> luck. Let's just be perfectly honest. Um, but no, and one other example I wanted to lead for or leave with like this whole crazy organic RP and how like things happen and it's just completely unplanned and you never realize it is like, for instance, June and Marty. June yeah. met marty because of the fact that um uh, marty almost died he drank a bunch of moonshine passed out <laughs> fell off his horse fell onto a scorpion then into a pack of coyotes the coyotes <laughs> ate his horse almost <laughs> killed him and then he was saved and then doctored up by davis jones davis jones and carrie carrie was one of the first four people june met june met um in order, I think it was Granny Marge, which I don't know if a lot of you know who she is, but June met Granny Marge first off the train. Then she met um, Carrie, Marty, Overwatch, not Overwatch, Standing Water, and those are the first four people she met in County. And Marty was there because he couldn't 
like function. He was 15 years old, bandaged from head to toe like a mummy, and couldn't like run, couldn't like bounce around. Oh my gosh. Anything. And Marty was like secretly like really, he didn't like June at first because she was this itty bitty little girl, super like happy go lucky. Like, hi guys, my name is June, like the month, and like bouncing around everywhere. And he's like, I want to run around. And um, so it was it was really entertaining. The only reason he even met June was because of all the all the things that happened to him that day, him losing his horse and everything and him being forced. He couldn't run away from June. And the people <laughs> that ended up taking June in were the doctors that were taking care of him. So it ended up just being he was kind of like forced to stick around her. And then um, eventually they they both had an interest in this horse race. And then they went over to sign up for the horse race and started interacting. So it was it was really funny how like all those things come together, non-planned, pure organic RP. And even like you can look on to this day, like what's happened because of all of that. Like they've gotten married and all that kind of craziness. So it's really, really cool. Well, I gotta say, you've had some, quite some luck with your role-play scenarios. Rin oh, tried yes. to do some uh, role-playing that ended up kind of horribly, and uh, <laughs> it was when Rin decided to run away from his homestead. Oh, boy. So oh, my gosh. <laughs> after after all the um, making fun of Emma, Emily shooting uh, JT, and then um, June made a comment, because I had was kind of still ribbing her a little bit while we were waiting, I think, for Emily to get a goat or something. I don't know what was, what uh, why we were at uh, the Jones's place, but uh, we were there and I happened to make a comment that <laughs> tied into the shooting and June happened to say, come on, leave, like, <laughs> leave her be. She's already feeling bad about it or whatever. Mm -hmm. It caused JT, for. It, it caused JT to run off um, because he couldn't take it anymore. He, he, he was feeling like, the bad guy, even though he was the one that got shot. Yeah. JT runs off a lot. He, he does. He gets, he gets flustered and he, and he just, he just, he just runs off and it's, it's so dramatic. He has to be so dramatic about it, but it's like his one part that, that he just, he just has to be dramatic about what are you saying, Scarlet? Yeah. Well, diesel or um, JT and Aubrey never made up. They never saw each other again after that whole Emily and JT in incident. After <laughs> we'll have to tell that story. Actually, that's a good that's a good one because the the animal walk. But I'll let Cyber Judge finish first. <laughs> so, anyways, um, JT goes running off towards Keystone on his horse. And I, I saw him leave, so I went followed with with him, and he's like, "Yeah, I couldn't take it anymore. I had to go." I'm like, "Oh, yeah." I I uh, I kind of felt bad because I I was just doing what Rin always does to em Emily. Like again, it's that whole brother sister bugging pestering each other thing. So he mm -hmm. kind of felt bad because others were taking notice and thinking that Rin was being a little hard on uh, Emily. So he took No, off. it's because June uh, included me in your banter 
And so right. I was being scolded for something that I, he, I, that, she did. Uh, JT, yeah. yeah he did. Then again, then again, June always scolds JT for like the, the silliest things. Yeah. She just like, kind of like, Hey, you scrub, what are you doing? You can't mm-hmm. sleep. Why are you sleeping? Don't sleep. Jeez. But anyways, Rin <laughs> runs yeah. off with JT following him up to Keystone. We get to Keystone. Now this is uh, right at the time when Kangaroo Jack and, um, uh, Serena got married so it was right oh, after boy. their wedding so it was that day that they just the wedding was just finished so they were all out talking out in Keystone and I wasn't there for the wedding because I was uh, with Emily because uh, she had baby goats or whatever so she couldn't go so mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I'll stay with you and help you with the goat breeding um, so I wasn't at the wedding and then we're walking to Keystone I thought okay I'm just going to stick with JT we'll be fine well he goes uh, you stay here. I got to uh, run off with uh, Lexa. So him and Lexa go off for a private conversation. And Ren is just mm. standing in Keystone, looking around, hearing people <laughs> talking about a wedding that he wasn't there for. Oh, no. Thinking, okay, I'm oh, totally out of place. There, there, so, Ren. So I, I, I went riding back. to. I was just going to meet uh, JT back at the homestead. And as I rode by... I overheard him, and I forget what it was exactly he said, but it was something that basically that made Rin feel like he was kind of being interfering. Like, he was making JT stressed out about this whole being shot thing. I forget what the the wording was. And I'm like, well, this is my opportunity to do something more (laughs) role-play. Like, I haven't done anything in the the, uh, as far as role-playing, anything major. So I'm like, this well, is my off. This well, is gonna be you my need big shenanigans because like oh, everything boy. you do as as Rain is role play, you're talking about. I haven't stirred the pot yet. Is oh, what I'm he's, oh, he stirred the pot with like a like an electric mixer. <laughs> he's so, he's looking for a brain tangent. Is but, what but he's looking for. You gotta listen to this. Uh, how this? And it was the most miserable role play I've ever done. <laughs> because like, okay, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go. I'm going to leave a note in our mailbox and I'm going to take off and I'm going to head to our old homestead that was still standing. It was up for demolition, but it was still standing. I'm like, we pin coded all the doors before we left. So I'm going to just go put the pin code in and uh, uh, and I'll just spend the night there. So I, I successfully <laughs> put the note in and nobody saw me put the note in and I take off on my horse towards our old homestead. Mm-hmm. You... <laughs> I get to the old homestead Go to put the key, uh, the because uh, I had it written in a note what the the pin code was. So I go and put that mm-hmm. pin code in. The door doesn't open. Oh boy! <laughs> I didn't know that Spudwick, when he went, he got up one time to just to reset the timer so that they didn't lose the house because he wasn't sure if he was coming back from Atlas or not. So he got up just to, to reset the timer so the house didn't get uh, demolished. Changed all the pin codes. To, oh to, no! To, to twos. I had no idea. So I'm here trying to figure out how to get in. I'm like, I'm trying all the doors. Not one of them is using the old. I'm like, what the heck am I gonna do? So I'm like, well, I'll I'll go back to the homestead and just take the note away and play like nothing happened. <laughs> well, I get back there, the note's gone. There, oh, um, no. uh, Emily and JT are gone. I'm like, oh, they're probably out looking for me. I've got to continue this. I got to continue this story. Well, so, thankfully, didn't June give him a TP before yes. he left? Yeah, okay. So, so, but I ran. So I'm like, okay, I got to continue this because I can't leave it June like this. June again, just so, so you know. So I go up to my room. I had a tent sitting in one of my oh, chests in my room. Grab my tent, not realizing that the tents decay really fast. 
and I grab all my money because I'm like, oh, I might need some money. So I had all my money on in my pockets. And I'm mm-hmm. like, and then so and and then I was gonna just go back and camp out at the home, the old homestead. Just set a tent up at the old homestead and camp out there. Well, when you know, June comes running by on her horse and goes, "Is there something wrong?" And I'm like, "Well, yeah, I just need to take a break. I'm just gonna go do some camping." Uh, and uh, of course, June, being June, recognizes that there's something going on and yeah. uh, continues asking questions. Realizes, I think that I'm not fit to go camping anywhere because mm-hmm. I'm bringing a freaking tent instead of a TV. Yeah, no. yeah, she was like, "You're bringing a tent? Uh, are you sure?" And he's like, "Yeah, I have a tent." And she's like, mm, "No, you don't need that. Here, take this." And she gives him a teepee because she knows if he takes, she's like, "If you take a tent out into the wilderness, it's just gonna blow away." the wind it won't be good i remember and, that um and she and she did realize something was wrong and she actually kept asking questions so that yep. she could like get more information right. she she recommended spots for him to go hide she's like you should go to this like corner yep. of the map by where like you can leave the county and like there's this little ridge over there and then that little ridge over there and so she could she did all this so when people went looking for him, she could tell them where he was. Yeah. <laughs> even though Rin's like, make sure you don't tell them because I don't want them to find me. And she's like, yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Funny story. Uh, J- JT and Emily read the note and then went hunting or hunting. something. <laughs> Not even looking for him. We're not even looking for him. The server no. shutdown goes, and I I know that they're turtle hunting because I think was Emily uh, Amatai was I think streaming, so I was I kind of um, like I, I'm here sitting in my tent, uh, uh, wondering what the heck's Twitch. going on. Twitch, to do. Oh gosh. <laughs> Sitting here Seeing in the late 1800s, bust out my iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, this is not good. I'm like, I got so I was out with a tent, a te- the teepee set up over by Wolfsong Gulch, and I'm like, I don't feel safe in this tent. If when the server goes down, an animal can easily get in here. I had my um my horse and my goat on neutral, but I'm like, they may not be able to protect me very long. I'm like, and the tent's open, like, or the, unlike the tent, the teepee remains open. I like the tent, how it closes, so you can't see out of it. I'm like, I'm not feeling very safe. So I, and I see that, I'm like, okay, I, and the server's about to shut down. I think we were like 10, uh, 10 15 minutes before the uh, server restart the night, the uh, one o'clock my time server shut down. So I'm like, Okay, I gotta go somewhere safer. So I ended up packing everything up, going back to the old homestead, trying the doors again, because I'm like, that's where I'm gonna feel the safest. Doors still wouldn't wouldn't open. So I end up uh, uh, going uh, up in uh, up up the cliff in behind uh, Hope, where Hope was is now, and setting up my uh, teepee there, and. Um, I, I managed to survive this the the like it was pretty safe. I checked and I saw oh there's no boars no, uh, no snakes no hmm. scorpions up there. So I'm like okay I'm safe for the the for the server shutdown that's now like five minutes away. I'm like I know that uh, JT and Emily aren't finding me because they're just heading back from a freaking uh, turtle hunt heading back home to get get to bed so that the server shutdown doesn't leave them stranded. So I'm like okay I'm gonna just 
set up a chair, go into the tent, uh, the, the teepee at this point, get my animals on neutral. So hopefully that they um, protect me. And then... Uh, uh, Why did you set up a chair? Because I don't know. Because I was trying to make it as realistic as possible. Okay, so your priorities. I had no sleeping bag. I had no bed. I had oh, nothing. God. It was a teepee and a chair. And the chair I had built while I was up there. I went and a fire. Down some a fire. Trees, and I built a oh, fire. Boy. Yes, I built a fire pit and I built a chair. So you've so. Uh, you you helpfully you also left out the part you left a note not only at your homestead but at Aubrey's as well. Yes. You you left a note in her note box. Oh, I can't check because everything's gone because it's season. Yeah. No. Wow, that just hit me. Never going to see those animals ever again. Okay. You know, like what I do um, in between, like before I leave a season, if there's something I want to save, like, uh, um, for instance, a spirit animal note or um, oh, uh, God, a, marriage, a marriage certificate, I go in and I, I like look at the note and I pull up a Word document and I like type it out and write it out so that way I can like rewrite it next season and like act like oh, it's the same a- one. Well, that's a freaking good idea that came like a day too late. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. If we it's had okay. this podcast a day earlier, cough cough. It's fine. It's fine. You know, it's I still have my memories. Yes. Sorry, but I, at this point, because I was scatterbrained and didn't know what the heck I was going to do, asked I asked Aubrey wanted, if, if he I could asked bunk. Aubrey if I could uh, stay at hide out in her place because <laughs> I didn't want to stay out in a freaking teepee after server reboot, <laughs> and I was ready for bed. Darn it! It was too. Well, in the morning <laughs> so when, when Rin wasn't back for the ser- server reboot it, it was it was uh, pretty apparent to Emily and JT that that something was wrong at this point because at first we read the note and we were like oh whatever he'll be back <laughs> whoops wrong <laughs> <laughs> And then I get back. Uh, I get back to the homestead. So they they end up. Oh, let's let's continue this story when they find me. So uh, it took them an hour after the server reboot for them to actually figure out where the hell I was. Oh boy. Um, and it may have taken some telegrams of screenshots because I wanted to go to freaking bed. <laughs> oh, no. So, so I, I did. You weren't the some, only one. <laughs> I did have to do some meta so that they could freaking find Rin uh, <laughs> by sending them some screenshots. And anyway, so they end up uh, finding me uh, after they figured out how to get up the cliff by talking to the guys at Hope. Uh, they show up and freaking JT comes up to me and I'm I'm here pretending that I'm sleeping on the chair. My arms are back. I'm <laughs> sitting on the chair, sleeping with the fire going. And he comes up and first takes the t- TP away and then pulls the breaks the chair under me. <laughs> oh man! So get I, your butt up. So, so my no. reaction was I get up and start throwing haymakers at him. And this no, is what right after he just got shot the day before. This, this is right after JT got shot, so he's still somewhat, you know, injured. And, and I'm throwing he, haymakers. Oh and then he pulls out a flare gun and, and JT <laughs> freaks out. He's like, oh, no. because all he sees is a gun pointed at him, and so it it was it was a really dramatic situation. That's hilarious. <laughs> so it was, it was definitely an interesting role play for Ren and for me as somebody who's this is really the first server I've ever played on that involves role playing. 
Um, well, the first time I've really ever role played because I've never I never really got into Dungeons and Dragons. I've always been interested in, but never really played it. So this is my first real role play experience. So it was interesting. It went horribly wrong in my opinion because it wasn't what I was imagining. I was imagining them finding me before the freaking server shut down um not for them to go off turtle hunting (laughs) 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 and um yeah it was definitely in my opinion not the way i wanted to go i had already shut my stream down at that point because i didn't want stream snipers like Hmm. jt who you uh, a lot of times will watch my my stream on a second screen or whatever to know Hmm. where i was going so i had as i was uh, as i was going down from did that um, once (laughs) (laughs) well heading back to the homestead from keystone i actually uh, ended my stream there on purpose (laughs) man but yeah it was interesting but not exactly the way I, as Cyber Judge, um, expected it to go. Definitely. like, And that's the thing about RP. It never really goes as, like, you're wanting it to go. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah, um, you can't expect it to go a certain way sometimes. Yeah, you mm. never. And, like, the thing is, is if you ever, like, you never can plan RP. First off, it's a rule, yeah. obviously. But the second thing is, is, like, if you plan it out, it's not. It's not what you're ever going to want. And it's not as fun. Yeah, exactly. It's not it fun. fun. It takes the fun out of it. And it's um you were talking about how all your RP scenarios never worked out and you mentioned Dungeons and Dragons. I thought that was funny because what happened and what went into my head was um I I've always played Dungeons and Dragons. I've never done an ARC server RP ever before. Before June, it was just June was the first. Mm. Um I had only ever done Dungeons and Dragons before this. Dungeons and Dragons, and I have to say, June actually was, um, June had a muse. She was based off of a character I got to play for two months uh, in Dungeons and Dragons. And when I played her in ARC, I had a very Dungeons and Dragon-esque kind of like, way of RPing it. It's basically like throw yourself into as many people as you can figure out as many things that are going on as you possibly can and get a handle on the situation. It was very entertaining. But um so it's a very dungeon dragon esque way of going into it. I thought it was funny no that kidding. you mentioned that. <laughs> yeah. I feel like um because yeah having played I've played D D a little bit Though I find it to be very different because D&D, you're very much aware of like how, um, like, (sighs) for one thing, it's hard to like meta because the dungeon master is controlling everything. Yeah. Secondly, it's like you don't feel as immersed. Like if you have a good uh, dungeon master who is a good storyteller, yes, that Mm -hmm. helps. But I feel like um, Gunsmoke You don't is, have the visual is, audio, like, exactly. all the right, things. You right. don't control if, you're, if your person's sitting on the ground or not. You don't control, mm-hmm. like, when they talk, where they talk, like, who's talking. You don't have, like, an individual person playing every single NPC. It's D&D and, on yeah, steroids. It is. Mm-hmm. It is. It's... I absolutely adore it. I remember I used to do 12-hour D&D sessions. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> I was a and aholic and I would do um 12 hour D&D sessions or like 6 hour ones 7 days a week. It was 
I did a lot of D and D. That's a lot of D and D. It was a I lot mean, of D and D for like two years straight. I'm just like letting you know a now. Gratuitous amount. It's a lot of D and D. That's a lot of D and D. And like actually, and and but yeah, it's that very works. very immersive. What this is basically. What? I don't what? know how many how many mentions of that's a lot of D and D could have been said in that. <laughs> that's a lot of D. It's a lot of D and D. Huge D and D. Listen, it's I didn't have a lot of hobbies. Okay, all right, calm, calm, calm your tits. You, you, you know what, uh, girl gone rogue. Uh, your addiction was D and D. Mine was MMOs at the time. So I, I, I hear you because yeah, I was exactly. Like, I remember well, being in high school and addicted to Dark Age of Camelot at the time. Speaking so. of before, before D and D actually was was in like Warframe. That's how I met a couple of the people who ended up joining Gunsmoke later on, which is pretty entertaining. <laughs> um, and before we move on, because I know we're getting we're getting to that transition point to yep. and like an RP is a good transition point. Um, before we move on, like I want. This is in my mind. The muse for June. At least June's the way she is. She's a walking dumpster fire now, but her original D&D form, <laughs> her original, like, I only got to play her two months before she was used as, like, a, a demon sacrifice for, like, oh, this geez. weird god, and she just got combusted spontaneously, and I never got to play her again. So, before all that, she was a... Uh, half elven, fourteen year old, gunslinging, undead android warlock princess. If oh I gave the goodness. full title of it, like when the whole campaign was done and over with, that is like every single title that was on her. So, and she like wielded like this eight foot tall sword and three foot wide sword. It was, it was beautiful. It was fantastic. <laughs> I just wanted to put that snippet in there. All right, we can move forward. <laughs> now you can imagine well, June from Gunsmoke doing that. You're welcome. Well, um, I noticed uh, Sage was a little bit uh, quiet for this kind of round table. I mm. want to give Sage some time to. Uh, uh, say anything that uh, uh, they wanted to bring up. Uh, Sage, are you still with us by chance? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Um, do you want to put your input at all in this roundtable? I know you've been staying pretty quiet and probably didn't well. want to interject with these big voices, but uh, <laughs> feel like free to feel feel free to. Uh, this is open for everybody, so I want you to have your your say as well. Oh boy, that was a lot of conversation. Now, hopefully, I don't need to touch base on all of it. No, yo, no. Say, say what you want to say. Just say, yeah, you, what what's you're on wanting. your mind about this season. We're we're gonna we're gonna move into the season-ending uh, storyline uh, next. But before we move into the season-ending, anything you want to say about the whole season in general? Anything that you may have heard of one of us that you had opinion on saying? Any shout-outs of other? Uh, RP players in Gunsmoke that you want to make, go ahead and uh, uh, let it all out. No oh boy. <laughs> Be careful oh, with that one. I have corgis. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so uh, you're you're good to move on then, Sage? Well, before, I just wanted to give a shout out to Sage I, in like an apology for June and I but man, June fussed at Sage so much this season. She was like, gosh darn it, Sage, if I have to bandage you up one more time, I'm going to lose it. 
Sage and it got is, to the point where he uh, kind of quit coming by. No, yeah, yeah. But she last time, last time she posted him, it was for reasonable cause. But no, I wanted to say it's always really entertaining to see what kind of injury Sage brings to you <laughs> next as a doctor. <laughs> I feel like it was like every other day, maybe something new came in at one point. It, at one point, it wasn't the whole season, but like at one point during the season, you're like, okay, Sage, nice to see you again. You're my regular, just the regular today. It's like, okay. <laughs> Well, hmm. with all the, I'll admit with, he is pretty accident prone. He is very accident prone. Okay, and, a and, lot accident prone. And with all the roof jumping that you did with Abigail, like I, it didn't surprise me that you got you got injured all the time. Hey, a lot of it was from the bears when he went up bear hunting with people. He never went oh down after the first time, and the first time he didn't even mean to go bear hunting. <laughs> he just ended up up there. <laughs> it's like where am I? Oh crap, bears! That's pretty much what happened. Uh-huh. And the time before that mm. one was when he was riding with Alistair. They were heading out of Glacier Falls. And they had three bears ahead of them. And they were like, oh, crap, let's run. Alistair went one way. Sage went the other. And it didn't he realized he lost Alistair. So he turned around or tried to turn around. And he ended up getting pinned between three bears in a tree. And he lost his horse. Oh. Barely got himself away, and that's when oh, Alex found him up even further north because my turning around was somehow not turning around, but it was turning more in the wrong direction. It's very, it's very, <laughs> very sage. Let's just, it's very oh, yeah. sage. Oh, yeah. I get easily turned around, and I can't really see anything on, when it's at nighttime well, with the screen I use. Sage, let, let's uh, go over... We're going to be going into the end season ending, but at the end of the season, you ended up getting shot, and we're going to discuss that in, in a moment. Shot but twice this season. Oh, oh well, yeah, he did. At the season end, you got shot, and yeah, and uh, Rin was to asked get... to bring you to from the Joneses to Keystone, I believe, or was it? No, it was mm -hmm. right actually from uh, Juniper to um, to Keystone, and I believe. You had to provide Rin direction because I'm oh, yeah. going I'm like, totally no, the wrong direction. He's like, I've, I know you I've got gotten right. lost. <laughs> I've got lost enough times to know you are going the wrong way. Uh, well, when I... it's daylight, Sage is very good at getting where he needs to because I can see it. Hmm. And uh, it doesn't matter what time of day it is, Rin. Uh, like uh, even in my real life, uh, I need GPS to get anywhere where I'm not familiar <laughs> with or I don't get there. So true. Um, and I seem that that curse seems to follow me into games. So <laughs> uh, you you can't rely on me in Gunsmoke to get you anywhere because That's we'll her. get That's there, but it may take driving. a really long time. So well, <laughs> and Scarlet, I believe I, I uh, freaking knocked you off my horse. God. Oh boy. Okay. You wouldn't believe Aubrey? how many times Sage got knocked off a horse this season. Aubrey is so <laughs> It's part of Aubrey's... Well, Aubrey's a wrangler, so obviously she's good with horses. So anytime she's on a horse, she's fine. But my god, people, just every time she was on the back of a horse, she got knocked off. She got knocked out by Skylar's horse at the beginning of the season. Like, she accidentally punched... Okay, so she'd just been gifted a goat, which was amazing. Oh, she hadn't claimed the goat yet. Um, oh, and it was no. Skylar's goat that she was oh, gifting. No. I accidentally punched it because I didn't <laughs> have like my controls in line at the time. I accidentally clicked it, 
punch the goat. The goat screams. I feel bad instantly, but I didn't really have time to apologize because then it starts her- attacking you. Yeah, yeah, no, not the goat. The horse. <gasps> oh no! The horse oh, knocks Aubrey out with one hit. Eek. One hit. Eek. <laughs> Was that the only time she got knocked out by a horse? Uh, yes, yes. Sage so has her beat then. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> But he got oh knocked god. out at least three, if not four, times this season. Oh my god! Hmm. All my friends. Oh jeez. Oh, just oh god. But Aubrey's hmm. sense of direction—it's worse than that. It's worse than yeah. even Rin's. Like, yeah, yes. I think I got—I always got lost on the way back to my homestead from Duniper. I don't know how. Like, even Rin was like, "Where are you going?" Hmm. <laughs> oh, that's bad. you see what you guys need. <laughs> Is you guys just need your own JPS, guys. JPS? Yeah, your own June positioning system. I mean, just get <laughs> your own personal June. Or no, I'll June just... pathfinding system. There you go. There you go. There you go. It works. So what, we just like <laughs> shove June on our horse and then she directs us? Oh, no, or no, what? no. You give June your horse and she will take you there. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> oh, man. But no. Um... And I know uh, you were, I know that CJ is probably wanting to transition soon, right? <laughs> Actually, we have somebody that is going to be, has to wake up for work in the morning. Oh, uh, it's not me. So uh, right. he, he does want to uh, uh, sign off. I do want to give him mm-hmm. the chance of, uh, to give his opinion of our season ending, which is what we're going to move into now. Okay. Uh, before he says his piece, though, and it's Diesel who's got work yeah. in the morning. But yeah. um, before I, I, not have him say his piece this is what Rin was presented so Rin wasn't awake when the whole season ending thing started but this is what uh Rin was uh came woke up to uh, when the season ending started and I'm just gonna play this if I can seriously I think you're just smoking some juju or something so, so, yeah, uh, uh, Randy was going around with Abigail talking about zombies, and that's how I was introduced to what it had nothing to do with for season ending. But um, we're going to move into talking about that uh, season ending, which I think we all have opinions and mixed opinions about it. But since Diesel does have to. Um, uh, take off. I'm going to let him uh, comment first, and then uh, I think he was going to uh, just agree with me, but he can take some of my, what I was going to say, and uh, go from there, and then I'll fill in the rest after he uh, takes off. Go ahead, Diesel. <clears throat> well, first of all, I would like to say that the, the se- season ending thing was a, was a great idea. Uh, I think that the, the admins had a, had a really great plan there, and, you know, like we kind of talked about earlier, it didn't exactly go the way anybody had planned, but can you really plan the stuff? Now, sure, there might have been some, you know, administrative, uh, you know, mistakes or something like that. But this is all opinion-based. But as a, as a server administrator myself, I, I can't help but appreciate what they tried to do. And uh, you can never get it all right, ever. <laughs> It's impossible, and I and I know that uh, Rogue Angel, we, we we run a we run an art community ourselves, and uh, 
and it's just, you know, it's a battle. So my biggest thing was, um, I think that, I think the dogs might've been a, a big put off. Uh, they were super high level and everyone knew that they'd get destroyed by them. If, uh, if they were going to, you know, get into an altercation with them or something like that. So I think that just kind of put everybody off. I, I mean, I don't think it worked out the way it should have even with that, but it could have been better and it's unfortunate, but I mean, live to see another day. That's kind of my opinion on that. But like I said, I, I have a lot of respect for the administrative team on mm -hmm. this, on this server, because I mean, at, like I said, as a, as a server administrator, it's, it's not easy. You can't, and yeah. you can't, and you can't please everybody. You just, mm -hmm. you won't, you can't, I mean, do your best, but you can't. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, can I comment on the dogs? Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. So on the dogs, I think personally, um, the dogs, in my opinion, weren't that big of an issue that I think they're meant more like, I, I can understand where out of character, it could have been um, a, a pretty like deterrent because you can see their level. You can see how old they are. Mm -hmm. When you're in character, you can't tell. Like especially if you're not a farmer, you can't tell the like exact age. Especially if something that old, if it's not familiar to you, you're like, what in the world is this dog? Second off, it's um, I think that personally. Going through season two, season two with the mad cows, the mad cows started off, it started off level 30, then it was level 60, then it was, uh, give me one second. Sorry. Um, level 60, then it was level 100 and level 150, then you get into like the level 270, then you get level 450, then you get level, by the end of the season, the mad cows were attacking in hordes of like 12 or more. And they were 950 years old. This this county has seen better than 450-year-old dogs. It's especially just like a small pack of them. Like that, it's not like that big of a deal for for the for the people, especially that have gone through that. So um I Sorry, I'm getting distracted because I had trolls in my chat, and I was trying to like no, just like go through. Anyways. That's a really good point, though, about the yeah. not not being able to, you know, the name plating thing. Exactly, See, that's, that's not something and I would. I think of. personally, personally, I think the admins did fantastic. I think they had been setting because the admins and what Gunsmoke is all about is it's, it's about a story. It's a story that we are writing as a community. We are gathering together and putting each little puzzle piece together as like one person and adding our little tribute to the story. It's fantastic. And that's what it's all about is it's about telling this RP kind of thing. Um, it's not an official server that's here to fight for PVP. It's not a combative thing. It's not something that's supposed to create tension. OOC. It's not any of that. It's just here to tell a story of our characters that we create. And I know that um, with the admins, they set it up beautifully. They really did. They set up so nice. All, all these. It was going to be wonderful. Like these people that were supposedly working for Almeida Slim were actually the red bandits that had been plaguing this county for seasons and seasons and seasons. And 
these are the red bandits. They have killed <sighs> and made a slim and come in and try to take over the county. And we were here to try to kind of like help solve the puzzle. And that doesn't mean that there's not going to be any PVP. That doesn't mean anything like that. It means like at least follow the rules. Like they are admins. Yeah, they did kill one passive tame of a dog to send a point, but that's because it's part of the story. It was also within their own tribe. So technically it's not a rule break. Like there was so many things that the character, like the community could have done better um, in reacting to and like trying to RP more than fighting. I think a lot of that was misinterpreted. Yeah. Very much so. Well, even with what was going on, I kind of pictured a whole gaggle of people from the county showing up and telling them to leave. And that's kind of what I thought was going to happen. Well, any, but anyways, it's like we're, we, I, I think that they set up a wonderful RP story. The way that the community kind of addressed it could have been better. Um, but mm-hmm. like I've, and I've seen good season endings. I've seen not so good season endings. I think this season ending could have been amazing. I really oh. do. I think it could have been Mad Cow level, which was one of the best season endings I've Mad ever seen. Mad Cow level. Yeah, no, Hashtag it was fantastic. That. It's fantastic. So let me ask Could- you this: what what would have been your ideal story ending to that? Because obviously it didn't go the way that you thought it should have. Um, I think that people. I, oh, there was a couple of things that could have been interesting to see play out. I know that lots of the main thing is. Um, I feel like a lot of the people who were non-combative uh, were like, "Let's not use violence." They got real shut down. But the people who wanted to do violence more than more so, if that makes sense. Um, so it, ultimately, I don't know if it would have worked out. I don't know if it wouldn't have worked out. But people had plans, like for instance, Lexa and Durango and June had this plan of like collecting all these gems, collecting oil, metal, gold, all these different things, and they had strategic people she, in she place. Told. Yeah. She had strategic people in place, Lexa did, to start spreading rumors of like, oh my gosh, I only got 10 cents out of my mind. I can't believe the gold's running out. I, I don't know what to do. I don't know where I'm going to get my money from. Like RPing and acting it out and seeing what happens. And then like acting as if like the oil is running dry, the um the gold's running dry. Like they even had ideas of like getting code to act like she was cursing the county in <laughs> front of the bank. Right. And stuff like that. And then, miles of propaganda. Yeah. And then they even had a poster. I don't know if how many people noticed it. They had a poster out at Juniper where it had the Be- uh, Benny for governor sign. They painted mm-hmm. over it and it said Paradise Valley, a land of new riches, blah, blah, blah. It was like this really big propaganda thing. And they had given notes to every single newspaper article, newspaper publisher to like put at the same time and all of them forgot except for one about paradise valley and how it was like a land of riches and all this and and all this jazz they were going to show up to the bank with like a horde of donkeys full of oil full of gems full of blah 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 and like to try to give it to um i don't know the bankers all made a slim or somebody and be like uh, not give it, but be like, oh yeah, we just got back from Paradise Valley. We just got like all this, all this stuff. We just got back. Damn. Oh, yeah. I gotta, I gotta ask you. 
Um, hmm. The night that Randy and Abigail ran into June and Alistair out in the, I think it was north of the Junes, or Joneses, and they had schemed up an idea, and you, June, completely talked them out of it. Hmm. If your plan was to push this pop propaganda RP, mm -hmm. why were you not including more people in that? Because now that I've heard that, I, I didn't even know that until you just said that. Yeah, yeah. And like it, the thing is, is like the the less people that knew it, the like if more people knew it, the more endangered it was to leaking out to the bankers. The more in danger it was to leaking out to people who would run their mouths about it. That makes and, sense. And they couldn't risk it. They couldn't risk like that whole big thing that they had been planning and setting up this entire time, like leaking out and just failing because one person let loose like one thing that they couldn't have told. So, um, and like they're like certain people who are in on it didn't and like and people showed through their actions like they can't completely keep their keep their trap shut for everything and that's <laughs> just part of their characters it's okay it's no ooc thing it's just like what happens it's a human nature if you have a secret you want to tell it um so that's the reason why it's like june promised she wasn't going to tell people but she was like gosh Darn it, do not go and risk your lives for something that won't work. Just wait mm. and be patient. She's like, please just try to get creative. So she she really wanted to include Randy. And she was actually the next day wanting to go and get oil from him and like donkeys oh. and donkeys full of oil. She was so ready. She's, but it just she's lucky that she didn't because Randy was pissed. Because oh, he boy. woke up and found out that his little scheme everybody knew it mm. like i thought honestly i thought i was going to get arrested oh, because of an idea that mm. i had because so many people knew about it so yeah that wouldn't have been good <laughs> may, may I, I i think we've talked about the fight and stuff may i tell what happened at the um the whole like raid thing like with the violence and everything well, before we do I mean, that, Charlie, yeah, I believe for, uh, yeah. Diesel has yeah, to, does have yeah. to leave. Sorry, so, Diesel. Uh, I'm it's okay. Diesel, did you want to do any final um, thought before yeah, you uh, take off? I was going to kind of run through my notes real quick and uh, just uh, a couple of the topics that you guys probably will cover. Yep. Um, uh, you asked about, or one of the topics is you know, people who are on the fence about gun smoke. And, uh, mm -hmm. I just want to throw in my two cents. I mean, I've never, I've never done any role play, anything like that. Um, I was super on the fence and, uh, I got in and I've honestly had more fun with any real gaming experience, um, yeah. than I've ever had. So yeah, for sure. this is, mm -hmm. this has been a lot of fun. It's going to be, you know, and, uh, so JT will definitely be back and, uh, it's going to be, it's going to be a lot of fun. He's, you know, probably be a changed person, uh, whatnot. Um, let's yeah, it was see actually here. fantastic seeing you grow into the role play from yeah. when you first started. Cause I remember, uh, when I first ran into you, uh, at the old homestead and, uh, there was so much, uh, out of character <laughs> chat coming out of you <laughs> and it even got to the point where emma emma messages me later and says 
do you think he's gonna do okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can get used to it. <laughs> yeah, no, it takes so some getting to see used to. You uh, grow into the whole role play thing. It was uh, very nice uh, to see that you uh, really grabbed the bull by the horns uh, to say um, because I know Emetai really had to work on you to get you even to start playing it. That's that was another point that I wanted to make was uh, as a big shout out to Emetai for getting myself and Rogue Angel into uh, Gunsmoke. Oh yeah, and because, me. Yeah, uh, there you go. See, so like, <laughs> so oh, sure, it, I'm just chopped liver. I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> well, no, you didn't. So like, no, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, but uh, you know, she kind of she kind of talked me into it and said, you know, you should really try this. And, and so I, you know, I tried it and I didn't, I really didn't think I was going to like it. I'll be completely honest. I didn't, I was like, I don't like this, you know, I, I don't <laughs> like how I have to go find other people to make me a gun and stuff like that. I love it. It's awesome. It's so it much fun. Awesome. It's, it's, uh, it'd be hard to go back to regular arc. <laughs> you you create yes. that interaction. Once yeah. You've had it. The interaction's yeah. great. The community's great. Um, I think meeting June was the one of the big things for me when it came to actually kind of coming into a character and everything like mm-hmm. that and getting into that community, having people just swarming me for carpentry stuff. And like <laughs> it, it was uh, it was it was quite the experience and it really put me, you know, into my character, which was, yeah. was really awesome. So that was kind of my last thing. You know, if, if somebody wants to try this, they should definitely try definitely. it. And I can almost guarantee that you're going to have fun. I mean, it's not for everybody, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, and then again, the, the shout out for Emma Ty for getting a lot of us in here. And uh, she actually was gotten me in us. as well. So it, if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't yeah. be playing either. So well, there you go. Yeah. That's, that's all of us except for June. <laughs> well, I, I met <laughs> Emma Ty. In the Emetite in my stream before I even got into Gunsmoke, I she'd been one of my followers, and then I got into Gunsmoke, and I was like, Emma, you need to join. <laughs> so, so this is so all knew, Emma, your fault. Jeez, it's I'm your so fault. Sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh, how the Not dominoes sorry. fall. Hmm. But, That's interesting. I didn't know that. But on the on that note, I am going to sign off, and I am right, going to get up in the morning so I can make y'all's electricity. Well, Yay! Evo, thanks, thanks for joining Sweet. us uh, for this uh, special edition of uh, uh, our podcast. Uh, normally, we don't just focus on uh, Gunsmoke uh, talk with the uh, Renegade uh, Gamers Radio podcast, but uh, thanks for uh, taking time to join us. Hopefully, you are willing to join all our other podcasts or that when they take open signups, uh, uh, join us more. You did great. Mm-hmm. All right. I appreciate it. And, uh, see you, good night. we'll see, see you guys. See you tomorrow. Yeah. See you tomorrow. Right. So excited. Oh man. All right. But no, so, on what were you going to say? Uh, I was just going to say, we'll get back, uh, go back, I guess, to, um, uh, back to the end of story and before mm-hmm. uh, before we do that what I, I do want to do because we do have probably a mix of people who have played Gunsmoke through uh, uh, your um, stream uh, Girl Gone Rogue and um, we also have our other community that's used to the Renegade yeah. uh, Gamer podcast that is mostly arc focused but it's been a lot of uh, atlas focus and stuff like that so they may have no clue oh yeah what we're talking about with, oh, with the end of season so uh just to explain 
um, Gunsmoke what they do because after about eight weeks this, um, and all these massive keep buildings uh, being built and everything, um, it, the server gets to be a, uh, to the point where it needs to be cleaned up. So every eight, eight weeks they end the season and the way they end the season is with some epic storyline that affects everybody in the county and eventually is what leads to everybody leaving the county for the server to be wiped for us to come back uh, 24 hours later to a, a nice clean server to start over. Um, in past mm -hmm. years, um, now I wasn't around even for the first season to know what they did the first season. Termites. Termites. Um, <laughs> basically, people would go to sleep and then wake up and their house would be gone. Or, oh, wow. um, <laughs> or portions portions of like buildings would disappear like just out of thin air or something like that. Wow. Um, so yeah, termites for the first season, mad cows for the second, second season. Yep. I was there for that mad one. Mad cows was like, uh, it was really interesting. It was way different than any of the other seasons have ended so far. It was, um, there was this one bad guy who was basically pumping all these cows full of like chemicals and adrenaline and blah, blah, blah. And like his whole scientific -y kind of little thing that he had going on. And slowly the cows are getting madder and madder and worse and worse. And they would hoard and then come to any event that was happening in the county and people would get gored by cows left and right. People would get shot by each other in the crossfires or trying to shoot these cows, like lots of different things. But then at the end of the season, like at the end final few days, there was this whole massive hunt. It was like this big scavenger hunt that um, to like find the clues of the, like the f different parts of the formula or different parts of like that I wasn't fully on the scavenger hunt, but basically these different notes around the entire map um, to get the clue as to where this person was or where the cure was, I forget, but it was wonderful. And season three was a whoop and cough, which massive like detrimental whooping cough epidemic, which almost killed people via fever. Um, Not many people left season early as yeah, soon yeah. as that came out because it was it, it was too quick. Yeah. Well, I mean, it also depended. Also, I understand why so many people left season so early. Is like, um, it was around the holidays. Yeah, that was a thing. I don't think it was a bad season ending. I'm going to stand by that. I do think it was wonderfully it, like there's like, so many different RP opportunities that were that could have occurred, but it's just the timing. Um, with real life, I think was the major factor there. Yeah, well, so and many... I think uh, that season was also when Extinction Expansion exactly. came out, which the, took a yeah. lot of people away. I know yeah. Amatai uh, for the end of the season was so busy in Extinction, we hardly saw yeah. her, uh, which left exactly. uh, J uh, CJ at the time uh, basically playing by himself. So, And uh, <laughs> yeah. the reason June left so early was by the time they there was one point, like they were like, oh, by the way, guys, be careful. There's a whooping cough strain that's out. And like that announcement bulletin was sent out. And it took one day until the next announcement bulletin that said, don't take the vaccine. It'll make it worse your immune system will weaken and you'll 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 be susceptible to dying to this Ooh. this vac this sickness by the time in one day span june had caught the whooping cough 13 times and taking it 12 oh, taking the vaccine 12 times <laughs> oh wow yes same like yeah. two or three times yeah june caught it 13 times total that season and she ended up she could not leave the house 
or like an area with stable bedding for more than three minutes or she would die. I calculated it out. I, I, I sat outside with June and she had her like clothes, her sombrero, her slippers standing outside. Oh no, no, she didn't have her slippers or sombrero. If she's standing out in just her normal clothes, um, she could only last three minutes outside. That's how bad the fever was. Wow. And that was not during a heat wave. It was not during midday. It was just regular. And um, she couldn't last that long. And the thing is, is before with the mad cows, June had um, had to have surgery on her lungs because she got trampled by cows trying to get like Marty out of the crossfire of the cows because he was getting gored to death. Um, and she ended up cracking ribs and ended up eventually because of shenanigans that happened in RP got, um, internal bleeding, uh, that was fluid filling up her lungs and damage to her lungs. She had to have surgery on them. So she couldn't breathe well already going into this season. So with the whooping cough, she, um, it was very difficult on her to survive it. So the RP led her out of County or else I would have stayed. Huh. Ooh. Mm-hmm. And then the season was the bandits, the, the Almeida Slim. Yep. Uh, so we which, really haven't recapped yeah. exactly what happened. Um, no. Do you want to? Uh, who, yeah, we, we can, we can absolutely. Uh, so I was rogue, uh, rogue angel. Why don't you uh, explain? Cause you were the one that came running up to Rin. Uh, Cause I believe you're in our homestead, the first one to explain it. So uh, it, I don't know if you or Sage or Girl Gone Rogue would be one of one of you guys because I I missed the start of it. So one of you guys want to go the ahead. The start and of the end of the season. Of this yes. season, yeah. Okay, I I feel like I've talked so much. If someone else wants to do it, it's fine. Well, I my version of Randy's version of the story is incomplete, so it's probably best that you. <laughs> uh, hmm. Scarlet, do you have uh, uh, like were you around when it started? Well, I've got. I was at the protest. Um, well, we're we need to go but even before, before the protest, that. Like okay. How it all yeah. So, uh, at first, there was all the newspapers that came out and said, "Oh, this new this new industrialist from New York is coming in. He wants to carve out his own section of of America, and he has his eyes on Gunsmoke County. He's buying up land for anyone who sell." And um obviously now we know that was a ploy but then uh we started seeing very few like property of amita slim signs mm -hmm. popping up here and there um and no one really took notice everyone was like i'm not gonna sell i'm not gonna sell i'm not gonna sell yeah. um and then i remember the one day that kind of kicked it into gear for not town was there was a banker that uh got hired yeah yeah one of the new bankers yep. the new bankers that came in um when almeida slim took over the bank mm -hmm. uh one of the new bankers came in and a lot of june's friends in not town watched as this banker drug people out of their homes and mm. drowned them in the river wow. and then Whoa. destroyed their home and replaced it with the property of almeida slim sign and then wow. left a note left wow. the mailbox left yeah the mailbox. Oh. What did you say? Um, so you... I supposedly bought the property. Supposedly, mm -hmm. um, and there was a there was a mailbox underneath that sign, and no sign had 
um, a mailbox underneath it, except for this one. It says, thank you so much for your generous donation of your oh. property to Almeida Slim. <laughs> Almeida Slim is so grateful, basically something like that. And, oh, man, Knocktown lost it. Everyone was very up in arms. And so that was was a big deal. Um, and then after that, slowly you see more and more um, signs coming up. I remember June went out to go buy the land deed for her homestead. She mm. didn't want her homestead to be lost. And she was one of the first people to get a land deed from from this from the office and i remember uh banker benny was originally gonna go to gonna go with june and he and she was like uh, he was like all right come on miss june let's go and let's go and get your let's go and take a look at your homestead and mark it down for our records and the we call her d because yep. she she was doesn't like, matter it doesn't matter so <laughs> banker d uh was like actually benny no and june's like uh oh <laughs> and uh she's like actually i'm gonna take june and we're gonna go look at her homestead uh you can take conrad and they went up to the mountains benny and conrad and banker d lexa and june went over to june's homestead and she marks it down and out and um she says when she finishes she's like thank you so much for renting from almeida slim we appreciate your patronage. And she was like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> and then that's when it hit her. And then she went for a nap. It was like two hours long. When she woke up, right in front of her homestead was a sign facing her homestead, not away, facing her homestead. says, <laughs> property of Almeida Slim. Oh, wow. And there was like signs everywhere. And the thing is, is I couldn't build on my own property after that. You couldn't you couldn't place anything if you picked something up you couldn't place it back down Oof. because that was in the way it was property of Elmita Slim it was really interesting now oh they re goodness. they removed that for you right uh, uh, I think so I think they actually because did because even I think before everything happened I think because I know you put a a complaint on that you couldn't build and yeah. uh, even before everything happened with the uh, militia I, I think you uh, I and I, it wasn't more of a complaint I was like is this supposed to be a thing? Yeah, I'm okay yeah. if it is but is yeah, it you, a thing you, I don't think you, yeah I, yeah I complaint was the wrong word because you were asking like am I not yeah. supposed to be able to or is, was it just put down in error type thing yeah uh, yeah um so then that happened and eventually uh, things started escalating Sundance yeah. had been surrounded by signs the swamp had been overtaken with property of me to slim signs like there were certain areas like all the mines had property of Almeida slim yeah. signs in front of them um it slowly progressed more and more until there was in the there was one note that was slipped to i think it was lexa who that said hey Almeida slim is going to be coming into the county today we're going to revolt and yeah. lexa let other people know and those other people decided today was the day that they were going to go and kill Amita Slim, not talk to him. That was that. That's uh, the, I think that's that where was the issue actually was. in the plans before yeah. that note. So uh, yeah. Randy and I actually got approached about the militia uh, way before that note happened. So there was already a militia plan in the works. Mm. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. So they got kind of overshadowed by like the people who kind of like, yeah. Yeah. 
and, and I mean, it's not, and like, no person is in the wrong, like, no. with like the idea no. of him, like, of what happened. I think just the way that it went about was a bit, mm, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, for me, uh, from Ren's standpoint, so the first time actually that I found out about it, and I didn't think anything of it, of being uh, uh, the season ending stuff, because uh, before they even announced season ending, I was at the banking, my mind's. And I was talking to one of the normal bankers, actually the one that ended up being in prison. I forget what her name was because I'm horrible with names. Penny. So I I was dealing with Penny and she goes, oh, yeah, um, we just got bought out. Uh, uh, We're under new management. Uh, Yeah. It's going to be great for everybody. There's going to be more bank, longer bank hours and uh, better mining uh, equipment and uh, going on and I'm I'm like oh that's cool not knowing anything about mm-hmm. it and then then as the story <laughs> played out more and more I was seeing where yeah, they were going with it, saw it. Yeah. and loving it and uh, and I was like oh this is going to be great I could see it moving into the start of second season where we're going to have to fight for our our property to get our land back hmm. and it, uh, like this is where Rin or me was thinking it was going to go with as far as uh, this season ending and going into the next season like it mm-hmm. was going to be a carryover story um and i thought it was going to be a fantastic idea and to this day even after looking back at everything that ended up happening i still think it was a fantastic idea i think there was um things that went wrong and maybe it was just because the way people read the story Mm. or read what was happening that caused it to go bad on both ends Mm -hmm. uh but i think the role playing by the uh admins who don't normally Mm. uh interact with us as players uh, at all um, did a fantastic job because they were now not just the bankers, but they were actually interacting and yeah. and and participating with us. And I I hope to see that more. And I mean, I think, um, and to to add it on like interacting bankers and like things that they do with people, I I've seen if you really try, or and you don't even have to really try, but interactions with bankers actually comes really easily. I mean, um, I know last season June, um, Clark Wayne. And Eleanor, uh, Alexa, and a couple of other people from Keystone put on a concert for Benny <laughs> in front of the bank during opening hours. Like Clark was playing guitar and everything, and Benny was laying on the ground, like is like just listening yep. to to the to the concert. And like they've been, they bankers have come to weddings. They've actually okay. like if you invite them and you interact with them more than yep. just hey, I want my minds. It actually does work out. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. And, and actually, I didn't know, I wasn't aware, but somebody did mention to mm-hmm. me uh, when we were talking out of uh, out of game that the admins and stuff have other characters. Is that correct? Or that they play yes outside you can their see bank characters. Yeah. In yeah. the Discord. Yeah, like um, okay. Banker Benny plays Flynn. Um, I think the only person who doesn't play another character is Penny Copperhead. She's strictly a banker. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So that's cool. And I didn't realize that until the end Mm -hmm. of the season was pretty much over that they actually are out. uh, It's just they're not as they are banker people. So that's kind of cool um, to to know that. Yeah. but uh, just I'm looking at the the show notes here. What I was uh, wanting to say about the season ending, I think uh, oh, we we've covered it. All. Oh yeah, go I ahead. Missed, I misspoke. Sorry, Tenor went and um, corrected me. Penny is actually Rowan Montgomery, who is I think she's one of the high people up in uh, Wolf Song. Like she's one of the leadership. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Sorry, 
Oh, you no, can keep going. going. I wanted no, to make sure I correct it. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry. Yeah, no, that's great. Um, but yeah, so uh, I would have uh, one thing. Uh, I would have liked to see the role of the thugs escalate a little slower. I thought, um, the, uh, in my opinion, what Rin saw, it, it escalated really fast, and I think it was mm -hmm. because uh, initially with the. Um, uh, now, and this is all hearsay for me. I, I wasn't actually there for this, but I guess when it first started escalating was the God mode with one of the the red bandit um, was in a God mode. So they took a whole bunch of shots to the chest and go down. Um, I think that played into the whole starting of this escalation that mm -hmm. happened so fast. Well. Um, and I think that also the the intention of of that whole scenario wasn't intended to break out into a gunfight. Right. I think um, uh, I I don't believe it. I for, I wasn't there, so I'm not going mm -hmm. to speak on anything. But I do believe like one of the players in instigated right. uh, the gunfight, mm -hmm. which caused all of that. So sure. it could possibly have been the admin wasn't actually prepared and didn't know he was in God mode, or like a bunch sure. of other things could have happened. But I think that yeah. that tone that the player set mm -hmm. uh, in the forefront. Uh, set that tone but i know for a fact how much planning like all season long that goes into the end of the season that they had a lot more sure. i know no 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 yeah. they had a lot more for yeah. us yeah and i'm not i'm not faulting them i'm just thinking and yeah i like i said i don't know the scenario but it's what caused this whole like there was a, a um a culminating thing that a, a, a whole bunch of things that led up to what ended up being a militia forming and i think it was a lot of people talking in the end of what things that they saw one of them being the, the, the banker not going down after being shot several times whatever reason it was i and i know in the back of the people's minds i was uh, like out of character people were saying well they're they're mods they, they could have just played that scenario that that guy got shot and then slim uh put somebody else in uh just as badass and uh well uh like but however it happened it it, it did cause whether intentional or not it did cause escalation escalation yeah. sure. well, it, was, I, it wasn't dealt with um, i will i will say i wanted to comment real quick yeah. i loved the way that people role played that out um yeah. on how flint when he didn't go down, they're like, oh my God, that Flint guy, he's on that same stuff those cows were on. Oh. <laughs> he, just, That's awesome. he never goes down. Yeah. It was brilliant the way that it was done with that. Yeah. I loved that. I remember having a conversation and I can't remember who it was with, but they were talking about, well, Randy was hinting. He's like, well, maybe he had like the door off his fireplace or something like on his chest. And that's how he took all the bullets and like <laughs> just the trying to mm -hmm. figure out how someone could take that many bullets yeah. you know but, in character yeah and i think i think that that probably should be moved on from soon but now overall it was it was interesting I, it could have been yeah. and, and, and and then there was just uh the sequence of other things like uh and i know we are uh, as as the characters in in the story we shouldn't be see, uh name playing to see levels of things and, and what have you but it happened right and again this was all hearsay but people were making a big deal of the dogs right uh whether it was intended to or not 
uh, people were comparing them to uh, this is how it was uh, approached to uh, Rin was their dogs that are more stronger than the cows from the mad cow season at the end of that season. Oh so, no. Yeah. Like that's that's what it, Randy yeah. was told to. Yeah, so it was a lot of everything just happening and maybe with mm -hmm. the dogs if we started with just seeing uh the banker coming out with two and then like like they did with the mad cows, maybe it would have reduced that think... kind of gossip. <laughs> Yeah, I think that if I think depending, I think the bankers role played out their reaction mm -hmm. to how the citizens were were approaching them. But right. overall, I think I think the main thing to take from this season was if we as a community just follow the rules and yep. like completely try to keep into RP, don't go off and just randomly killing people, killing passive teams. If we play it out and role play and follow the rules overall we're going to have a better experience I agree. and knowing that the admins have uh, our best intentions at heart or like that's that's what we need to keep in mind like moving forward not thinking as the admins are like they're they're not having anything planned they do Right. Um, and just RPing it out more, not thinking of it as a PvP scenario, no matter what they throw at us. Mm -hmm. um, I think that that's the main thing we can take out of it. Yep, I yeah, agree. There was, there was a comment made in the Discord um, after the incident that one of the admins said, you know, we're not going to put you in a situation that is unwinnable. Exactly. But based on yeah. what Randy seen and what was talked about, it looked pretty goddamn dismal. Yeah. And then I think like that's when June was like, "You need to get creative. Got to do something different." Because the definition of insanity is just doing the same thing over and over again. Right. I think that if I think people, yeah, there, there yeah. could have been better. I mean, as far as what I seen as a player, I didn't. I'm not saying the militia was the correct choice and marching in there and, and taking the town, even though I participated in that. But there, I personally didn't see any other route. I that think could have like because we're trying to planned. figure out what puzzle piece we were missing. I mean, Abigail and I spent hours trying to figure out okay, what what's the next logical step that they're wanting us to take, and I, I just I didn't see it. I think that the RP is like a big giant tree. You have multiple branches that you can go down. Mm -hmm. um, I think Muzzlesha definitely could could have been an ending, um, if it was done right. Like if they had a plan to get the bankers out. Yeah. Not just kill everything on site. If they had a plan to wait until Amita Slim showed up, then move in, that could have been something. If they had a plan on talking, like trying to negotiate maybe, or waiting for the bank, because the bankers said that they were going to revolt. Maybe waiting for the bankers to make the first move so that they all as a group had the upper hand and they knew which bankers was who. So they didn't end up shooting Benny. They didn't end up shooting Eve, Penny. All the bankers that did end up dying that day could have been saved. I think that if there was a plan, if there was a lot of different things, the militia was a good idea. If there was RP in planning it, if there was RP in waiting, if there was talking, if there was like those kind of things... I think it could have worked. At the same time, I did, as negative as it became, I did enjoy it. Like, I, came, I got up late, uh, so I wasn't there for the whole militia thing. 
I showed up and there was already people uh, uh, being taken care of by June and Davis. And um, I kind of just saw that. I didn't obviously move in, even though the, all the season leading up to uh, this whole militia thing, I was always every bank, bank opening kind of scouting out around in my black outfit and being sneaky like that and uh, drawing attention to, to Drawing them. attention to yourself, yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, it, that was going to be playing to my storyline, obviously, and my, ba- uh, my uh, background of why I was doing that. And uh, basically... Um, well, I'll be explaining to, to June at the start of next season when I get a chance to be alone with June, uh, why that, yeah. why you why saw you me thought. around and everything. So I'm yeah, not going to take into... a ticket and get in line. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, uh, I did enjoy the, being able to do that role play of being there to offer a hand, even though this isn't Rin's normal nature. He, because he was supposed to be this guy that didn't like people originally, but because he's grown so much and learned to accept the people around him and wanted to be there to help. He knew that June was there trying to uh, help all these people. So he ended up playing this role of, I need, I want to be there to help the, the mm-hmm. person that he looks as, at as a friend in, in the County and that welcomed him into the community. Mm-hmm. So um, absolutely. He was there helping. And I enjoyed doing that role play and being able to transport Sage and uh, Scarlet to, yeah. to the hospital and all that stuff. It was, uh, as much as it was, as um, I believe Lexa called it a shit show uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, for the season ending uh, whole militia thing, I uh, I definitely did enjoy um, the role I played. And yeah, yeah. Even even though I, I would call the whole season ending a a successful failure, because obviously there was <laughs> like there that. was a considerable like amount of RP. That the community did miss out on. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I mean, the 24 hours, or not even, like the time leading up to the militia marching into the town, the amount of role play, of preparation, and people getting organized, there was a lot of RP there yeah. that I took place in. There, and there even was. after the fact, after, like you said, shuttling people up to Keystone, getting, I mean, Randy, Randy drugged three people out of town that day that were yeah. shot up. Mm-hmm. I had no idea how the hell I was supposed to do that. I'd never been around somebody hmm. that had been shot. Hell, I damn near let June drown in the lake because I didn't know I could pistol whip her and drag her on the boat. Oh, she I had did. no idea. She almost died that day. She really <laughs> almost died that day. I almost t- drowned that was in the front first of Randy. time that I've said that because I was embarrassed that I didn't know how to get somebody <laughs> on a goddamn boat. <laughs> but yeah, no, there yeah. was a there was a lot of role play that did take place. I mean, the way that the doctors handled everything after everybody got yeah. shot up. I mean, the whole situation, the 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 recovery the and the preparation and, was yeah. like. Yeah. I mean, it felt like a Hollywood movie to me. Participating <laughs> in that, I mean, you know, the the city folk rose up against the bad guys that were trying to take everything they live for, and. They took the town back. I mean, mm-hmm. that now, in itself is, to me, is an I'll, awesome story. Aside from the rule breaks and all that other crap. Yeah. But, but successful failure. That's that's yeah. where I'm going to leave it. Definitely. And I agree. I agree the, the preparation and the recovery was on point. I think that there could have been more RP in the middle. And it could have drawn it out until the end of the season. Definitely. But... but. Um, I want to plant this little, I want to play devil's advocate and plant this little seed of doubt. What if all of this comes back 
to bite the county in the butt next season. Not as in like admins and players, but as in like characters. What if something happens? Like, I, uh, it's going to be interesting to see. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> I'll be, uh, yeah. And you know what? I was ready for this whole uh, Alameda Slim. I, I was, I was having fun calling him a Slim Shady. <laughs> But uh, I, I, I'm looking forward to, or I was looking forward to this carrying into the uh, season ending, but also a start of the next season and kind of joining the whole two seasons together. Yeah. Um, and it, it, I don't know if it's going to happen. I'm guessing it basically after that uh, militia and shootout at the uh, at the bank and everything. I think they uh, they kind of killed the whole uh, thing. I know I I, I haven't been. Uh, in uh, Gunsmoke uh, over the past three days just because I've been preparing for this uh, podcast today. Um, yeah. But I know I did hear talk that uh, they the admins did try to do a little bit more of a closure. But yeah. Uh, yeah um, and, basically, and basically the closure was the Red Bandits had blaked the county had been dressing up and they had basically taken over and killed Alameda Slim like a month earlier and taking over the county. I was trying to strong arm people out of their land. No. And hello, Alexa. Sorry. I just wanted to give a shout out to Alexa right, real <laughs> quick. Sorry about yeah. that. It's, um, um, I think because uh, just uh, it's getting late. So um, uh, Sage, uh, you haven't really said anything. Scarlet, I know you said a little bit, but did you guys, either of you have anything to say about the season ending before we move on to the next um and probably the last, uh, yeah, we'll, uh, no, we'll have two more to topics that we'll hopefully go through a lot quicker. But did uh, <laughs> either of you have anything uh, to say before we move on? Uh, Sage, why don't I, I um, you haven't talked a whole lot. Why don't you go first? Um, well, I covered a lot of it already. <laughs> I just I didn't want to leave you guys out of not having any opinions. Oh, uh, I know, I know, and so, I appreciate yeah, yeah. that. Um, one thing I will comment that with the, the way the season ended was with a lot of people injured from it because it ended up being a shit show of a gunshot fight. Yep. I know, personally, my character actually ended up leaving season with stitches and stuff still because there were no doctors on after a day or two and I couldn't get online for two days. And when I finally could, they were all gone. <laughs> right. And there's probably other characters that ended up in that same scenario where they didn't get to finish out the bit of role play for what happened because everyone abandoned ship. Yeah. It, uh, I, for me, yeah, um, Aubrey was, uh, do you have anything more to add, Sage? I don't want to. Go for it. All right. Um, for Aubrey, she, she saw a whole lot of it, actually. She was really, her character is she likes to be knee deep in things because when she isn't, she finds, she finds people untrue. Like, she doesn't trust people because of her past um, when it comes to big dealings like that. So she she feels she has to be knee-deep in it. Um, so she goes in, and I think Rin can attest to this. She kind of runs <laughs> off into the middle of things. Yeah, um, oh, yes. stranded without yes. a horse. 
frequently. <laughs> Man, she had to. Uh, June June was about to ask someone to pistol whip her so she could just get her out of that <laughs> fight. Oh my god! I actually think <sighs> Lexa told Ren that she was ready to uh, <laughs> to bring Scarlet down, either pistol whip her or shoot her at one point. So mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> well, uh, Lexa can confirm or deny that to you, uh, Girl Gone Rogue. <laughs> <laughs> no, she definitely did. Um, so yeah, so the protest. Aubrey heard about the protest. She went up to go find. Um, she went to Sundance for the first time to find Rin and um, Randy, and Abigail, as it would turn out as well. Hmm. Um, and um, got there, found them. Uh, it was a f- Friday fight night. I remember that. Um, I watched it for about two seconds. Talked to Rin. Um, Aubrey got pretty ticked because Randy was sitting on the couch snuggling um, Abigail and she didn't want to stick around and watch them. Aww, um, that's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was, she was, she was ticked. Um, so, so, and then she knew that Rin doesn't like crowds, so she kind of like uh got him to leave and they both went to the protest um i might be a bit muddled so feel free to correct me cyber but um so they go to the protest and at first it was just people dancing and it was pretty it was pretty laid back to begin with then the bank opened and uh this lady um Miss D, I think it was. Yep. I can't. Con- yeah, it yeah. Was. okay. Um, comes with her dogs. Um, her her crazy. Yeah, there was a. Yeah. Let's just say, I remember Sadie Crow making made a joke about um going over the animal limit because there was more than <laughs> there was more than even a wrangler could have had. There was definitely more than a dozen there. Mm-hmm. Um. So I remember Sadie making cracking a bunch of jokes at that, um, and then Miss D got pretty pissed, and everybody start. I can't remember what what. Uh, somebody well, that, tried that was to. The, s- that was the scene where Sadie's. I think it was Sadie's child was on the roof, and Mrs. D made a comment about shooting the child off the roof or what have you. As all part of the role play because they were That's all right. doing the verbal back and forth. Right. Thing, right. So. Yeah. yeah, that was pretty bad. Um, and then, of course, I think I think this was when Lexa went in and snuck a note to. No, this was before that. Somebody else went in, snuck a note to the, because yes. Miss D got annoyed and shot one of the bankers. Yes. Um, the banker. We knew the banker was still alive because we heard her speaking, but somebody got concerned, pretended to go buy a mine, and actually slipped. Um, medical supplies and then Misty got annoyed and then shot the banker again and that's when everybody scattered mm-hmm. and then the snipers were taking shots at people yeah um, and, and that's rem- Candace got shot and killed and- shot and killed mm-hmm. yeah yeah, Alistair got shot. shot like a bunch of people got shot yeah but um, yeah. and then Aubrey tried to run in uh, thought she'd look all heroic realized that was a dumb idea that was when she left Rin mm-hmm. um just stand no no ride no nothing i look aubrey knew that she, 
he he could use his natural tar- charms to get a ride home if something happened. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Remember, all season I've been playing this over mid forties guy that I, everybody was calling the old guy and calling grandpa. <laughs> there was no charm oh, in Ren. <laughs> but people liked people liked Ren because he was honest and te- anyway. Um, <laughs> I so that was that was Aubrey's thinking. So the next day, everybody was pretty... Now, okay, here's when things went, I think, in my opinion, a little south. So I joined the militia... Sorry, Aubrey joined the militia. Um, She, of course, got lost on the way to it, even though it was at that pond that literally anybody could find. And um, got put into Savannah Skinner's... uh, Or it might have been Sammy. In fact, it was Sammy. Um, Sammy Skinner's... uh, little group there it was split into groups there were the green hats the magenta hats the red hats and the white hats and each group had its own job it was actually pretty what the plan was solid i think the execution left a little to be desired in the fact that it kind of left part rp out of the whole equation um as as an attack plan goes it was good but again Everything kind of went... It, it did become a shit show. Um, so Aubrey went goes riding off. It was a... To be fair, the RP at that meeting was fantastic. Because it really gave me the feeling of... We have a goal. We're a group. We're going to stand up for the county. Um, and I really appreciate it. Yes, the, the intentions was misplaced. And I think Girl Gone Rogue spoke spoke a lot about this um i and i'm not defending the lack of rp like in the actual fight but i think the lead up to it was really really well put together um so so the group everybody had their signals they wait and waited until the bank opened and then green group was supposed to go in and then i guess i don't know what the plan was after that i guess the plan was to go in shooting i'm not really sure um yeah, that was the plan they were given. <sighs> so, yeah. Um, Skylar and Aubrey had a heart-to-heart. Skylar told Aubrey that she would, um, she trusted her with her life. Um, and Aubrey was supposed to be Skylar's bodyguard during the whole fight. Because our, Skylar was our doctor. Each group had its own doctor. They were the Red Hats. Um, and you were supposed to pro- I was supposed to protect Skylar. So we go in, and the dogs were there. And I'm sure you all know <laughs> uh, know about you obviously all know about the dogs. Yeah, that they was were on, the rule, one of the rule breaks. Yep. They were on passive. Um, and Sunday shot and killed a lot of those dogs. Mm-hmm. That was the green group. I'm I'm ashamed to say it was green group that mostly did all of those kills um, of the passive dogs. I just remember hearing the dogs aren't attacking us and then after that gunshots were ringing out. I didn't know what was going on. There was bullets just barely missing Aubrey's head. Um, and after that, like that's when everything. I just I didn't know what was going on. I couldn't see any of yeah, the other groups. end up getting shot, and at mm-hmm. that point, Sage pretty much didn't draw his weapon again and was too busy pulling people out. I appreciate that though, because yeah, a lot and of he actually got clipped when he was trying to get Levi Dent 
Denton out after he got downed on uh, the rooftop of the post office. He had to try to jump up the, to the roof to get him because Levi's a lot taller than him. And it was a lot easier to jump for his character. Sage couldn't make the jump. He tried and tried and tried, and that's when he got shot. Yeah. Being out in the open like that. Um, well, he Aubrey's was not even in the open. He was on the stairwell towards the back of the post office leading up to the roof. Oof. But he was sniped by one of our pink hats. One of our? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, those pink anyway. hats were sniping anyone that they saw and moved. Oh, my God. That I, was... But those were the orders. That's the thing, is the whole thing was was set up to fail from mess. the beginning. It was a mess. Because there was no RP. Nothing happened. Yeah. Aubrey... And, oh, God. Sorry. Runs oh, up calm, calm the, down. Calm down. <laughs> All right. I, I think I'm that... Gonna, I, I'm going to have us yeah. move off of uh, the yeah. season ending. Uh, it's been a good debate, and mm -hmm. I wanted to give everybody an opportunity, but uh, I think we're repeating things that were already <laughs> mm -hmm. said in just in different ways. So... Uh, mm -hmm. Let's move off of the um, uh, season ending uh, part um, and we're going to move on to so hopefully quickly two more uh, quick topics. Let's uh, let's try to keep each person to like five minutes most <laughs> so we can get through these. Um, but I want to give you guys because we do have people listening or that will be listening on the podcast that's going to be posted to all the podcast streaming uh, software, whatever you use, whether it be Google Music or whatever. Uh, uh, just look at, for those uh, who want to pass it on, just tell them to look up uh, Renegade uh, Gamers Podcast mm -hmm. on, on Apple Music or anything, and they can listen to this uh, awesome uh, podcast that we're doing. Uh, but there's going to be people who will listen that have no idea what Gunsmoke is, or maybe they know what Gunsmoke is, but they're not, they're on the fence about uh, uh, playing uh, uh, role play. Um, so I want to give each of you an opportunity to give some advice to somebody who might be on the fence of uh, what they either should do or uh, feel or not feel about mm -hmm. joining Gunsmoke. So we'll start uh, with the quietest one in the group, Sage. What am I doing? <laughs> you are um, giving advice to people who might not know what Gunsmoke is or might not just haven't joined Gunsmoke yet. Somebody that might what be on the think? fence about yeah. Gunsmoke because of the whole idea of role-playing or what have you. What, would you. what would you tell those people that are unsure about playing Gunsmoke? Oh boy. Hmm. <laughs> That's not encouraging. <laughs> <laughs> well, the first thing I guess I would say if RP is something that interests you, if you've never done this type of platform for it, I was in the same boat. I used to do all text form based role plays and never did one where I had to actually talk or had to use the whole voice thing going on. But originally I joined because my husband was going to and we all know that fiasco. I'm not going to go into it. I ended up loving the way how everyone can just talk to each other. It's instant. You don't have to wait days to weeks for someone to finally get a reply down when it's on text. It's something that is actively happening right then and there. And you can do whatever you really want to do with it. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, yeah. 
and uh, Rogue Angel, did you want to? Yeah, it's, yeah. So again, I think I already said it before that this was my first RP experience of any kind whatsoever. Um, stepping in off the train, and for me, when I got there, apparently June wasn't there because <laughs> I didn't run into anybody for probably a good hour or so. And uh, but the thing is, is once you do run into that first person, it's so easy because yeah. you. If you just start off by introducing yourself, telling them what you do, it'll just start the it'll just start going from there and you just build off of that interaction mm -hmm. because most people are very open. Like the the citizens of Gunsmoke County, even though we just talked about it for how long how they, you know, <laughs> shot up town whatever, they're very <laughs> helpful, they're very open. They will take you under their wing. Mm -hmm. And they'll introduce you to all of their friends. You'll you'll be part of the community before you even know what happened to yourself. So, mm -hmm. is you have to be careful getting pulled in a not town community because they don't like to let you go. <laughs> oh boy! You, you just need to take that first step off the train and get yourself going, and it'll all take care of itself there. Um, mm -hmm. As soon as you start listening to how other people talk to each other, the little ins and outs of, you know, how to do things if you need to walk away from your computer or something like that, you know, that almost everybody has a bathroom. You use that as a way to get your character out of the conversation. Say, I got to go to the bathroom. You know, do you have a bathroom you can show me? Whatever. Mm -hmm. And that'll open it up to where you can take care of whatever you need to do and then come back. And there's almost always a group of people there having a conversation that you can jump into. There's always an interaction that you can do. And yeah. it's very much a situation, at least for myself, um, you get what you, you put into it. it. I mean, if you mm -hmm. want to be a hermit and live off in, off up in the hill somewhere, you're, you're free to do that. Mm -hmm. You'll mm -hmm. still run into people. But if you want to be, you know, someone who's talking to people all the time and intertwined with all these other storylines that are going on, you can do that too. You can go to a town. You can find that group of people because mm -hmm. they, they'll be there. So just don't be afraid to try it. Apply, build your character in the backstory and, and bring them here and we will, we will take you the rest of the way. We will get mm -hmm. you started. Great advice. I'll go next because basically I was going to say the same thing and that is don't be afraid to give it a try. Um, when I first got my application accepted, I remember being on uh, Travi Adept's uh, um, stream who plays, well, was formerly at the time Deputy Joe Sullivan. I, th I think he's now just Joe Sullivan. Uh, but I was on his stream talking about how I was uh, worried because I'd never been a role player and I'm watching all these streams and it sounded like, like most people were like voice acting and and not using their normal voice i'm like i can't do that i'm uh, <laughs> i i have no no like i'm I, I find myself very monotone and stuff i didn't i i can't do any of this stuff and and also my t time restraints because i am a father of three kids i have a full-time job uh, i have to be a parent uh, a husband and uh obviously work, uh, do my day-to-day -day job so i'm like how, how am I going to be successful in this? And it's something I quickly learned. You don't have to be afraid of that. Uh, the community is accepting of your crazy play schedules. Um, 
and uh, like I play maybe an hour or two during the week uh, every night, uh, usually closer to an hour, um, and then on the weekends when I can. Um, and it hasn't been an issue. And mm-hmm. uh, you, you're accepted no matter how you sound uh, in game. Um, you you go in there and be yourself. And actually, I tried with Rin not to be myself, and my personality totally came out in Rin. So um, that, that, <laughs> that that grumpy old man didn't come out the way <laughs> as a grumpy old man because that's not me. And uh, as much as I tried to be a grumpy old man at the beginning of the season, I was glad that I was able to turn it around and not be the grumpy old man yeah. and kind of bring my own personality into it. Um, so yeah, uh, I kind of. I'm repeating uh, what uh, has already been said, but yeah, don't be afraid. Just have a good, uh, have a mic. It doesn't even have to be a good mic. If you have a uh, mic, as long as we can hear uh, mm-hmm. you, you communicate, uh, hop in, get, apply. The hardest part about getting into there is coming up with a backstory that's 500 characters long or <laughs> longer. And uh, as long as you can do that and write a story about how your character got started, and that meets the admin's uh, requirements of what brings you to Gunsmoke, uh, what your personality is going to be, and whatever else they look for. You're golden. Yeah, uh, you just mm-hmm. let, run with it and watch for snakes when you start playing. Oh, watch for snakes! snakes. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Scarlet, I'll uh, let you go, and then uh, Girl Gone Rogue, you can uh, close hmm. off the uh, this topic. So, go, Scarlet, Sweet. go ahead. Sweet. Um. For me, it's gun smoke is wonderful in that it doesn't really matter. Um, like obviously you have to have some time, but it's not it's difficult because as a student, I'm still in high school. Um, as a student, it's really difficult, especially if you've got like parents who are monitoring your you know whatever like how much you gotta you gotta get your homework done and you gotta do like. I'm in musical theater, I take piano lessons, so I'm fairly busy. So it can be difficult, but I still manage to play Gunsmoke. And if I can play Gunsmoke, then <laughs> I didn't I didn't even at the beginning I didn't even want to join. Like Emetai basically dragged me by by my ear into Gunsmoke, and I am so glad she did because I've made so many connections with people. Met I wouldn't have I wouldn't have met Girl Gone Rogue and I wouldn't have met hmm. met Sage. So um, yeah. and so many people besides too. So it's, it's, it's such a great thing. I, I don't know how the staff have done it. It's so well run. Like I've never seen anything like this that has been so organized and so well run and so troll free. Like there are oh. trolls, but <laughs> wait, 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 I wouldn't say troll wait, free. wait for me to finish my sentence. Sorry, sorry, sorry. It's not troll free, but for the amount of people in it, I'd say the ratio is pretty good. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I can get you. Heard about other group? Only one of them might be a troll. (laughs) (laughs) So Um, I, uh, yeah, I I really recommend joining Gunsmoke. (laughs) Same. Girl gone rogue. Did you want to? Yes. This topic off. All right. My advice to anyone who's hearing about this. Um, I 
I'll start off with like if you've ever wanted to live any other life or you ever wanted to if you like Dungeons and Dragons or if you like text-based things or if you've never RP'd in your life before it's always worth a try first off um second off I like they're saying the community is amazing uh, third, if you have heard of Gunsmoke and you're on the fence, I know I've had a couple of people who've been in my chat before. They're like, I just, I just don't know. I don't know if I should do it. Just dive on in. Just do it. Once you get in, you'll love it. You won't ever turn back. It's fantastic. Um, for the people who have decided to join Gunsmoke, read the rules. Like that is one of my big, big recommendations for anyone who's joining. I recommend not being a bandit first season that you're in the county. You won't know what you're doing. You'll get in trouble. You'll get banned. It's not fun. I recommend just going in, feeling out how the county feels and getting used to the rules and how it plays and interacting with people and seeing how everything just works. Um, getting to know the county, like, I recommend that for sure. Um, watch out for snakes is another thing I recommend. And then, um, just throw yourself out there. If you are wanting to, if you're interested in role play, um, you can play the hermit and you can like hide out in the mountains if you're wanting to, but if you're wanting lots of RP, just go out into the world, explore and try to meet as many people as you possibly can. Um, and each and every person will bring you a different experience and it'll be a memorable one. And just so many coincidences will lead your character on the, this incredible journey that you never would have expected. Um, the county will leave you, lead you on this journey that you never expected. So, um, the last thing I would say is just the best of luck in all of your endeavors. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. Here, here. And uh, the last thing before we close off uh, uh, the show, um, we're going to just uh, give a little bit of a, maybe a teaser trailer of what is next for <laughs> your character in Season 5. No uh, earth-shattering stuff, like if you're re-rolling and you don't want people to know that you're re-rolling, don't say you're re-rolling, but what have you. Let's keep it uh, as... Um, plain as we can with so that we're not doing any earth chattering but give that little teaser and I, uh, this time i'll go first um so ronaldo obviously will be back uh i re-rolled last season i'm not doing it again because having to uh uh pretend i know nothing is uh, not fun um i'm going to continue with my newfound attitude of being more friendly and focus on uh possibly a new venture that utilizes his knowledge he gained uh, from his past for doing good. So there's my little teaser. And uh, I'm going to, mm. because Scarlett's going to be doing the closeout of this show, so I'm going to let Scarlett go first so that she can scroll down in the notes to the uh, outro. So go ahead, Scarlett. Oh, good. Uh, um, <laughs> Aubrey will definitely be coming back. Um she yeah this is this has been my first season it wasn't even technically a full season for me so i and i feel like i was i was gonna i was definitely thinking because i was so brash with her i was almost thinking about re-rolling but i'm i'm definitely not going to now um she had i don't want to i want to do this carefully <laughs> be careful she has several 
choices she has to make because she has several paths that she could go down still. And I made sure not to burn my bridges behind me, um, knowing, knowing that, she, that she has those paths open to her. Um, she gets on with, with a lot of different people, and I think that she's going to use that to her advantage next season. Hmm. This was a building season for her. I feel like she's going to really spread her wings and fly next season. Okay. And uh, Girl Gone Rogue, did you want to... I did Sage go? Uh, I was going to do Sage next because I don't see notes for Sage. So we'll go you and then Sage and then if he has anything. And I'll get somebody to read uh, Diesel effects as well. So. Um, Well, June obviously will be back. I absolutely love playing her. She's fantastic. Um, and, oh, wait, I had something written. <laughs> but basically, no, June's going to come back. She's going to be a doctor. There's going to be, she still has so much story left to give. Um, her life has just started with Marty. She has all these newfound friends, all these new little pathways that she can go down. So there's lots to still be seen and lots that still could happen within her life. Um, and we will see how that develops, but yeah, she's going to be a doctor still. The only re-roll I did was she, she turned her name to Dougal instead of Jones. So there you go. Yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing June's adventure through her streams. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, yeah. You got it. <laughs> All right. Uh, Sage, did you want to go next? Other than I do plan on bringing Sage back next season. Don't really have any too many plans from other than he's still a blacksmith and still half blind and gets lost easily. <laughs> The only thing I do know is that he's been thinking about possibly joining a town lately, but he also knows that a lot of people would skin him alive if he did. <laughs> Aww. So he has that to think about. Hmm. Other than that, there ain't really much going on for him that I need to think think on, and there's nothing really to tell her than he just takes it a day at a time. Perfect. All right, well, we look forward to seeing Sage. I'm sure Rin and our whole homestead will see a lot of Sage uh, like we did towards the end of the season. What's that? If not, you'll definitely see his pants. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Bright blue pants. Yeah. And uh, Rogue Angel, um, I'll get you uh, A to read Diesel's in the voice of Diesel. And then uh, go ahead and do your own as well, please. Oh, there you go. <laughs> well, let's see. Good diesel hand. Sorry, I wish she would have gave me like two. Sorry. Bottom uh, or the top of. Uh, I see we... it. Yeah, okay. All right. I'll just read it. It said, JT had a rocky time in his time away from guns between seasons, but he will return. He will likely 
be a bit different from this past season. What happened to him will remain a mystery, but I'm sure he will be happy to be reunited with <clears throat> his newfound family in Gunsmoke County. JD is looking to outdo his creative mind from the past season in the carpentry department as well. <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just gonna build on that. I I've seen the mock-up for uh, next season's homestead. If you didn't have headaches riding through our previous homestead, you will after this one. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so no, it it actually probably will be less uh, the the layout is a little bit different and the barn will be a little bit different but it's of course going to have the jt flair to it so i'm excited to see it come to you know come to life and and be able to interact with it so and what about a teaser for randy oh god um yeah randy will be back uh still gonna rock the wrangler still gonna be whispering uh in horses ears and tickling donkeys um, I'm going to try to focus a little bit more on the breeding aspect. I, uh, I, I really did not do much of that, um, even playing a Wrangler this past season. And it's something I, I'd like to see him focus on a little bit more. Um, as far as, you know, Randy is, we didn't really touch on it, but Randy is in a relationship with someone. Um, I'm not entirely sure where that's going. I mean, it's been, uh, been fun doing that one-on-one roleplay stuff but that's not the character that randy was built on so i don't know which direction that's gonna go that's all i'm gonna say all righty oh boy so i did have some other topics but i put them as uh if we had time i'm gonna skip them uh but they, okay. i'm gonna leave them in the show notes so if anybody's interested the show notes do get posted um with the podcast so you can come and read the show notes uh so for those of you who are scrambling right now to type in uh show notes uh go ahead and finish them off because they will be public (laughs) and uh uh we're gonna uh (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna uh definitely uh close off the show here because for me, it's 1 a.m. and I need to wake mm-hmm. up nice and early to take my boy to soccer pro- uh, game. So uh, <laughs> we will um, close off. I do have a closing little tune after we read the closing uh, notes here. So, uh, Scarlett, go ahead. Ah! Uh? I told you to be prepared. <laughs> <laughs> you better be prepared. <laughs> go ahead. Renegade Gamers Radio puts out a podcast twice a month. Stay informed to get involved with the group by joining us in our Discord. The link will be at the bottom of the show notes. If you can also you can also email us at crossplatformrenegades at gmail.com. If you would like to join us on the Gunsmoke server, all you need to do is think of a cool character backstory that fits the period. Um, it's based in the 1800s Wild West. And then visit the website, which there will also be a link for, um, to read the server rules and apply to join. It's it's really speaking from experience. It's actually really not that difficult. It's not that scary. Just think of something cool and then put it in and make sure you have a good grasp on it and then you'll be fine. Applications are generally approved within a week's time. However, approvals on de- are dependent on the moderator's availability. Be patient as uh, the mods and admins are all volunteering their time. They're, they're so dedicated. It's just incredible. Um, so thank you for listening and come game with us. <laughs>